Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, June 4th, and this is episode 255 of the Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, always by my side, the wonderful, the lovely, the recently emancipated... (laughs) Hey guys, Avi Ale here. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Avi. How about yourself? You feeling good? I am. I'm very glad it's the weekend. This was the longest short week I've had in a very long time. <sighs> and I say recently emancipated in jest because we're taking a little uh, hiatus, y'all. Sabbatical. <laughs> uh, this, in case you weren't listening to the last episode, uh, we said at the end of that episode... In- uh, we are going to be taking a hiatus until the Endwalker launch. So, because there isn't anything to talk about, pretty much. <laughs> um, we, we, I mean, we've had many points within this last year where there was not much news to talk about. And, and I have we, to say, the discussions outside of the podcast were not fun with Pete going, well, I don't even know what we're going to talk about this week. There hasn't been. And I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> and she's like, I love you. Figure something out. <laughs> not my I, problem. <laughs> I, you pay me to sit here for an hour and a half a night. That's all I'll do. I'll do no prep work. I will. I used to do prep work, but baby, yeah. this is your thing. Not anymore. No, I'm done. Um... <laughs> She's just here to sit there and look uh, pretty and sound funny. Pretty and decent. Or not. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Did you have to downgrade my pretty? I said pretty and decent. Like, I know that like downgraded the pretty. No, you look pretty. Your content was decent. Fuck your face. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> no, it's decent. Uh, it's okay. I'm fine with that. But yes, we're, we're just like Final Fantasy 14. We're going to be off until Endwalker. Um, if there happens to be a big news story or something like that, I'll put together a podcast. Avi will have the option to join or not, but, uh, I've got enough friends. I've got a, and I've got enough female, female friends to make sure it's she heals. I tank. And Pete is going to continue streaming together. He's going to continue streaming. So he'll be, you know, still on playing the game, talking stuff like that. I just, honestly, you guys, I'm I, I'm not subtle about it. I've needed a break from 14 for a while now. And this kind of just lined everything up really well for me. The, 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 I, I want to be clear though. It's not because she is like done with the game. Oh, okay. It's because there's too much time in between content. <laughs> that's that's why. So that's the reason Pete finally said, "Okay." I would okay, have made you yeah. do it. <laughs> so that's why Pete finally let me have my break. And my my goal with this is that I like get a long enough break that I want to play again and don't just feel like I have to log in so we can As talk about say, the podcast. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. So I have this weird feeling that as soon as I say, "Okay, guys, I'm not playing anymore," I'm suddenly going to get the, like the, the like drive to play. Yeah, you're going to be like, "I want to get all my fucking relics." I want to get all my relics, but now I don't have to talk about it. I just get Bocia? to be a brand. Hell yeah! This is great. Like that's something I would totally do. So I'm not r- ruling that. Out. And then I'm going to be like, "You want to talk about?" It? You're like, "Fuck no!" I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> and as raw chicken baguette said, Yoshi P would approve. I'm allowed to that's take a break. That's what Yoshi P says. Mm-hmm. Take breaks. And, you know, maybe that's going to be better for the podcast overall. I mean, it's it, we do this for fun. So all that matters is that we have fun doing it. And if we start being like, hey, 
we're going to do a podcast this week. Hey, in two months, we're going to do a podcast. Hey, in the next week, we're going to do a podcast. Fuck it. You know what? We have fun. We're just going to get a <laughs> uh, fucking D&D 20-sided die. We're going to roll the dice. <laughs> That's how many weeks before until our next episode, okay? Not this time. No, this time I get yeah. six months. We get six months. But after that, we're rolling the 20-sided die. Rolling the 20-sided die. That's going to be part of our 20 appeal. 20 weeks? All right. <laughs> That's when we're talking about 6.0. <laughs> everyone's gonna be like we don't fucking care anymore we're like you know what the die told us to yeah but (laughs) honestly we've been doing this for a long time i think we both needed a little bit of a break and the thought of podcasting about a game that won't have any new content for six months is really it broke him it broke not something i wanted to do i am also in the middle of a career change i'm going through a coding pete's going to school guys So I've been busy. It's been draining on me as well. So hopefully I'm going to be able to get through that. And then we'll both be able to come back a little more refreshed, a little more happy for all of y'all. Um, I'm always happy, except when I'm salty. But even when I'm salty, I'm still yeah, very positive about it. you're very salty most of the time. <laughs> but I'm a positive salty. I'm like I'm like Malden sea like, salt, I guess where you're like happy to have it. When you get like that uh, <laughs> salted beef jerky or salted salmon, that's a little too salty. No, I'm not that salt. I'm like the I'm I'm the sea salt on the chocolate chip cookies that you're like, ooh, uh, what a pleasant surprise. I'm gonna call false on that. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm still gonna be around though, and honestly, we'll still be around. Obviously, still gonna be on Discord. And I pop uh, in and join you yeah. if i feel it's, like it's hanging not out like she's game. like i'm never going to play in the six months like she's gonna play when she wants to play oh my god the freedom i'm so excited she's for the not freedom. gonna feel obligated to play it was so i i did sorry now i feel like we're just like talking um but i did this was my last uh week with the raid group so that was kind of a weird thing to finally like I was brought it up to Pete. We we're up. We we're out playing frisbee, and I was like, "So, Bubba, um, I know we're playing in a, frisbee, baby. Play, <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna like take a break from the podcast. I really, really think I need to take a great a break from the raid group as well." And there was a moment on his face where he was like, <gasps> "Like, don't you dare, like, you bitch! Gonna make me." <laughs> Fill another spot in this raid so group. Not happy. And, and then he and I said because I really need to take a full break. And it was like that. It was a moment. Like he immediately went back to like, I understand that that totally makes sense. I get what you're saying, and that was just really sweet. So oh, and uh, raw chicken baguette just has an extra poop mount code. Oh my Holy goodness, shit. that's the butterfinger mount. That's what we called it, the poop. That's the butt stuff, man. That's the, that, thank you, Raw Chicken Baguette, for sharing that in our chat. That is, like, so incredibly That's sweet of you. That's why you gotta listen live. Watch live. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's argument for I'm not drunk and the first ever burp in the mic. You've never oh, done that. I have burped not like in the that. mic. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Yeah, maybe not mid-sentence. <laughs> <sighs> oh, <laughs> I mean, it's the shit podcast. Y'all. It's it's a release of all the tension that we've been <laughs> like, we'll make it work. <laughs> I think that's why we're in such a good mood right now is because it's like, OK, but yeah, um, <laughs> in case you're wondering, oh. I am still going to be streaming on uh, my Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. So that will still be going on. I still want to beat this savage tier. Somebody it's a, clip that. It's really <laughs> annoying me that I haven't beat the savage tier yet. Um, 
Well, that was mostly just due to like. Uh, but life. the sooner I beat this savage here, the sooner I'll be able to add like more Final Fantasy games into the repertoire. And get through them faster. That's right, Avi. I said repertoire. Repertoire. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not disappearing. We're still going to be here. Um, join the Discord. We'll be able to talk to you. I'll still be playing a lot of the time. Avi will be playing occasionally. I might play. I'll be playing different games and stuff. It'll be fun. It'll be all good times. But with that being said, I think we have a fun episode for you. We're going to be talking about the MSQ for patches five point five. And 5.55, we're going to be doing a little bit of wild speculation. I mean, Pete's going to be wild speculating. Walker. <laughs> I'm not good at it. We want to hear from you as well. So we'll be taking any of your calls after our MSQ recap. So join that on deck yes, channel. Please, please call in. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Chili and... You better. If you don't call in tonight, Chile, then that's something wrong. Ooh, a lot of pressure on Chile. Pressure now. on Chile. KK, like all, all y'alls. If I don't hear from you, I'm going to feel like just abandoned. So, yeah, <laughs> I have actually made a note in my outline uh-huh. to check Discord. <laughs> well, Pete gave me a new cable for my headphone. Oh, I can't touch it. Shoot. If I touch it, it's still. <laughs> but I can turn my head to the left this time so I can tell if there's someone in Discord. So, uh, after the MSQ recap, that's when I will be bringing you into live on air to hear your opinions on the MSQ, on Zadnor, on whatever you want. If you want some wild speculation into 6.0, that is what we are here for tonight. Just have a good time and talk about what's to come six months from now <laughs> but before we get into any of that of course we have to shout out our amazing subscribers big thanks to framed in canvas and starry used for two months bane 75 did you almost burp again i did arianda <laughs> for three months Tibby insults and doctor of deliciousness for four months cyrax the red five months Mujak. Fuji Fudo and Philibert Lil oh no. Mujak and Fuji Fudo for six months. Phila Lilibert for eight months. Al Shalot for nine months. Zalbag. Wait, wait, wait. Phila Lilibert? Is that what you Philbert Lilibert? Philibert Lilibert. <laughs> You're making names for up now. Eight months. <laughs> Al Shalot uh for nine months. Are you not, are you drunk? I'm kinda drunk. Oh Zalbag eight. How did that happen? For nine months. I've only had ramen today. Ramen's like six hundred calories. For a day it's like six o'clock yeah <laughs> um zalbag a la Rosia, and demacase 86 for 11 months coming in at the one year mark we have spookatron phoenix 0220 and then at 13 months a baker's dozen we have satyr's eagle's claw at 14 months we have bat kid 01 who's always donating subs as well thank you uh, 14 months, uh, Beckett, Exterminate, Esper, Eidolon. At 15 months, we have Crow, 623, and Adeline. 16 months, we have Unlucky Assassin and Awesome Austin. 17 months, Aurora, 42. 18 months, Disco Cub. 20 months, Jessa Jessa. 21 months, we have Ursa Laser, Mieko, FF14, and Voxna, 7. 
22 months, we have the before-mentioned raw chicken baguette and Sweetie 50 holding it down with that tier three. These sub. numbers are insane. Not like the number of people, but like the number of months. Like not the number of people is an impressive. Like you I, all I love you are all, but amazing. like the number of months to me is like, it's also like a reminder of like, holy fuck, King of Nokos, we've been are? doing this for 23 months. Fuck your face. <laughs> it's a cursing night. Shinter for 30. Aurori and Aja 30 for 40. Sorceress 180 for 45. And closing it out. Did you just skip over our moderator extraordinaire? Oh, yeah. He doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose because he's always trolling you in raid? <laughs> Maybe. KK McLeod at 37 months. It's become our whole dynamic now to just troll one another. <laughs> my favorite and of course the real hot chili pepper rounding it out with 46 months which is like almost freaking four years and that's just insane insane and that's just streaming that's not like we were doing the podcast before you streamed it yeah for sure uh because i'm a big old dum-dum didn't know how to get it on twitch (laughs) all right first or last time for six months you really are drunk. You didn't know what to move into the next segment. Everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And this week we have something that I did for the very first time this week. So you are so annoyed with it's it like too. It's <laughs> like a green leaf to me, not necessarily to everyone else. But I used New Game Plus for the first time. How was it? Was it good? Uh, was it good as you thought it would be? Is good. I think there can be improvements. I mean, yeah. Um, but in case you haven't unlocked this, you can do it after completing the main scenario quest, the ultimate weapon, which is a realm reborn. Speak with the wistful white beard in Western Thanalan. And then you can just click on your duty button, go to new duty. game plus, and you can select what you want to do. It's very easy. You can select between MSQ, job quests, crafting quests, like a whole slew of things. There's a whole, yeah, a whole bunch of selections. So I actually discovered a green leaf for myself this past week that I feel like is one of my favorite kinds of green leaves where you go, is this something that I haven't noticed or is this something they just added to the game? Which is honestly, those are my favorite kind of green leaves. So whenever I check my retainers, I always go and I, I check, you know, um, what they, my retainer fetched for me. Cool. And then I want to check to see if, I have to sell anything. And then the last thing I check is if I have any guilt. I don't leave guilt on my retainer. I know a lot of people leave guilt on the retainer. I'm not one of those people. So then I check if there's We've any. We've got self-control. There's guilt on my retainer. And um, I noticed for the first time that as you're checking your retainer, like right when you kind of log on, it will actually show up in text in the middle of the screen. That says, and you, some of you are laughing at me because this is so obvious, but this is something I never noticed. It's that it says that your retainer has gill for you, essentially. So in that, like your retainer has sold some items, they returned from a, a venture, and they have gill for you. Like if they don't have gill for you, that little tagline won't pop up. Have you ever noticed this, Pete? It's not a, obvious. It's literally just like the white in the middle of the screen. Like there's no, like it's just like there's there's words, there's words as you're checking a retainer and you're just ignoring most of them because you're like, but yeah, Gil has been deposited in your retainers. Like it, yeah. I never noticed that. And so I always felt like I just had to check the Gil and it didn't tell me if there was Gil. So I was always annoyed. And so legitimately this past week, I was like, holy hell, it tells me whether or not I have to actually like check if there's Gil there. So those are my favorite kind of green leaves. 
because it's in the oh it is in the chat box too says rat chicken rat chicken baguette so maybe it's been forever but again i know from experience with the stinking game that i'm not the only one who didn't notice it so all of you other people who like didn't notice it yourselves and then you can go holy fuck that you're right it's there it's there. You're welcome. I, I just noticed it and I have to share. That's what that is how the Greenleaf Minute started was by sharing things that we thought everyone knew, but they didn't. And so I had to share that one today. Did you just try to one up my Greenleaf Minute? I mean, I like knocked it out of the park, but that's what I do. Bye. First of all, <laughs> the first time I've ever used New Game Plus. Um. The only problem I have is that I I wanted to replay patch 5.5. Wait, wait. Are you trying to like bring it back because you felt like I did too good a job there? No, I'm trying to bring it back because I had a point to all of this. I thought you were done. Um, I wanted to replay patch 5.5 because with Avi's schedule, she didn't do it until like a week ago. <laughs> and I had done that like when patch 5.5 first released, like the very first day. And I didn't remember shit from that. Which is why I wait. So I went to, to go back and do that. And I had to go all the way through patch 5.4 first as well. And yes, I could have gone to YouTube and watched someone else's video to go through it. That's what I would have done. But I wanted to do it on my own. And then he was complaining about how long it took and he had to do the dungeon again. Yeah, I was a little annoyed that I had to do the dungeon again, to be honest. I was like, can, that's, I, Pete, can that's, I just skip this? I just want to uh, get the story part. The the in is, the, is for just story part. And I know you missed part of the story part by doing that. But the whole point of New Game Plus is to replay the content. I understand. And that's why I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But it... Just a baby deal? I wish I would have had the option to skip the dungeon. Because I... But... So you want like a new game not plus? I want a new game plus, but it's like, do you want to skip this dungeon? Sure. Uh, But I will say, the dungeon that I had to repeat that uh-huh. wasn't like the most recent one was uh, my toy's relict. Huh. And I got the fucking minion when I did that. There you go. I, I went through it. I queued for it. So then after you did that, you did shut up I, about your complaining. I, I rolled a big fucking 48 and somehow I won. It is a really <laughs> cute little minion. I'll admit. And so now I have my little cute little uh, Pokemon minion. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think uh, the new game plus is very cool for people who want to relive parts of the story without having to start at the very beginning well like remember i had uh hyper pixie started playing and i went and did new game plus so i could do content with her and i did it with her while i was in new game plus um but i mean i get where you're coming from but you know i feel like you lose the plus if you don't have to redo it all oh yeah obviously that's like that's a that's a nitpick um i wish they would have broken it up a little bit more in between like patches like I shouldn't have to start at patch 5.4 to get to 5.5, I think. I think I should just be able to start at 5.5. Yeah, but I mean, that's a lot of work to make a bunch of different starting starting points. So I kinda... Is it? It just seems like you, you make the system and you just make a new starting point. I'm, I'm... I, like, I don't know that much about it, but uh, I feel like that shouldn't be that hard to be like, okay, every patch, that's how we do it. But it seems to be like... Uh, the point zero patch and then the one point two, uh, 
or point zero on its own and then 1.1 1.2 on its own 2.3 i mean 2. i get 4. it like you know how many files there would be if you did every point 1.15 but nah. is it really that big of a deal i don't know we all have them downloaded anyway i still feel like the green leaf minute would have been better if you just ended on mine just saying okay then <laughs> Let's get to <laughs> Avi's favorite segment. That's what she's been itching for. That was the wrong button. That was the wrong button. Wow. It is the tweet of the week. I think it's fitting to end with Drunk Pete. I think this is something we haven't had in a good while. I think it's pretty accurate. Um, this one comes from Lotus of Doom, uh, ESO streamer, actually. But this is a tw- member of he does the podcast with Hyperpixie. This tweet actually kind of applies to us. Uh, they tweeted, "This seems a somewhat con- controversial topic in ESO, as well maybe other MMOs. So I'm curious on everyone's opinion: Does buying carries for trials slash arena slash dungeons bother you? Feel free to." elaborate in the comments so this would be like buying clears for extreme trials or savage yeah i can't imagine anything else that you'd have to buy ultimate carry through oh ultimate there you go ultimate (laughs) um i i replied i would get no joy from getting a clear that way so i wouldn't but i don't care if others want to um the only reply I had to that was from Scotch FFXIV, who said, Sorry, need to disagree with you there. There is no way to tell if your pug pickup group ultimate party member is a griefer. Some of the clear sellers have no scruples and will actually post the log, the absence of which was evidence that theirs was a bullshit clear. It's a problem. I feel like it's only a problem if you're really worrying about the dps logs like how does that in the in the ultimate end of everything so, like how does that person doing that actually affect you it could be a problem just curious sorry I, ultimately i agree with you but i'm just trying to see this person's um point of view is it's a problem if like okay they have their clear and they have a, a log of it and so when you're looking for pickup people to join your group, they're checking their logs. They're seeing if they have a log in there to see that they cleared. Um, and then they're picking it up and maybe they're just griefers. That seems like a very much extreme outlier to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the norm. Because either you're checking their logs and if they had to buy a clear... Then you the logs the logs are a good thing because they tell you that you don't want that person in your Chances group. Chances are they had a really shit tier log. Yeah, like so if it's if you're checking their logs, there's generally a reason for it because they're like auditioning for your group or something. And if their logs are bad, it's useful. I I don't I don't, yeah, I mean like I, it, it, it's a form of cheating, but I I don't people don't usually yeah, pay I don't for even, clear. I don't even feel it's cheating. Well, you don't you don't if someone does it, they don't do it for multiple clears. Generally, it's they cleared it one time. I mean, maybe it's once. Uh, usually, when you buy a clear, you're buying all the loot that comes with it. So yeah. now that they have. Uh, where you can get the piece on any job. The other thing that they would get them is, and KK said in chat, is like you would have 
for a party finder requirement, you'd be able to like have the clear as a requirement. So they'd be able to like jump through that and try so to, I, well, and try to screw up those, screw those groups. That's what Scotch is trying to say. It's like, that's the, the way for them to get into the groups. But I feel griefers. like that happening doesn't necessarily have to do with somebody who paid for a clear because somebody who just like lucked out with a group and they were bad could I mean, have gotten a clear that's that way possible too. too. And Ultimately, I don't think it's a very big number either way. Uh, But I I have to admit, it's very, very frustrating when it happens. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's one of those negative things that when it happens to you, like if your group doesn't kick that person out sooner than later, you'll get very frustrated. Um, But if you're in the type of group that's going to be checking people's logs before they come in. I don't know that this person means they're checking the logs before they come uh, in. I think that's what they mean. Like, um, Well, if you... you, if you're checking the logs before they come in, it's because you've had a negative experience and you're trying to avoid it. So that's well. That well, then that's your thing. If set your own rules. Um, if they join, but yeah, your you thing, can't. You can't assume everyone who's queuing for your pug is going to be top tier. Like it's just like if they have one clear and they're at the one percent mark, then boot their ass. I mean, who if, cares? It's your choice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, why so- was why did you choose this as tweet of the week? Um, because I've been pretty absent tweeting. <laughs> and like, honestly, like Noted. the other one was like someone promoting us. And that seems like a little like self-indulgent to me. Uh, thank you. Yo, delicious for those 100 bitties. I think you guys need to make Pete hydrate or did you turn that off for the podcast? No, no that's not off, but I'm not going to fucking hydrate. I'm not <laughs> drinking water. Are you fucking crazy? You can hear the slur in your tongue. I love it. <laughs> Uh, magic tongue y'all uh, news and notes from around the realm Avi what's on sale right now Um, Final Fantasy 14 is on sale right now so it's a good time to buy if you're either looking to get started or to pick up the Shadowbringers expansion which honestly if you if you want to get started or you want to play the expansion because you haven't played it yet now's a great time because you don't have to worry about new content coming out and falling behind everybody else you got six freaking months you're good so they are all the digital editions that you can buy from either the square enix store or the playstation store so the 14 complete edition download is only 23.99 the Shadowbringers collector's edition download is also 23.99 so just like get it all i don't know anyways and the <laughs> Shadowbringers standard edition is 15.99 i don't know actually what um comes in each so of those. I don't think the collector's edition comes with the base game. So you ah. need to buy the, have the oh, base game. Oh, that's rare. First. That you it's weird it's rare that you see that. Okay. That was that was a little bit confusing to me. So <laughs> you, if you already have the base game, then you could buy the Shadowbringers collector's edition if you wanted the bonuses from that. Okay. Um otherwise you just buy the standard edition. If you're just on the free trial and you don't have anything, then you can buy the complete edition. Got it. I get it now. But they don't have like a collector's edition, complete edition. Right. Because they're for the ex- there's expansion specific. There's no, no perfect thing. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got it in the right time, y'all. So, Pete, my question is, whose fault is it? Yours. 100% no. right. In the game, whose fault is it? Yours. You ruined my joke. What? Whose fault is it? For what? Exactly. Alpha no. 
damn it. You actually, <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say uh, Asians, and I wanted to blame Alphano. <laughs> that was no, a- it's Alphano. It's always Alphano. Alphano's Alphano. the worst. <laughs> Alphano way more than the Asians. <laughs> Both are correct, actually, but I uh, but Alphano was the answer I was looking for. Oh, wouldn't that be a plot twist? That will never Six, happen. Six point three. Alphano's an Asian. <laughs> Alphano's an Asian. But no, okay, I that, got it right. You well, not initially. You already gave the wrong answer like three times beforehand, but you said it was me. Oh, eh. <laughs> Kind of true. I just wanted to have a silly question with this where the answer was either Asians or Alphano because it's always the answer. I got it right. And I can't control my horny level. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Avi, we're upon the end of Shadowbringers. We're up on? Up on. Up on? Up on. Up on. Hope. Uh, <laughs> um, now it's time to round out the final part of the Shadowbringers MSQ. We have the last part of the MSQ that we'll be getting to until Endwalker with patches 5.5 and 5.55. You want to start out? You want me to start out? Um, you can start out. As per usual, we head on over to Mordana and we talk to Alice to start up our final quests. She's waiting for the return of Thancred and Urian J from their mission to Garlemald. Thancred does walk in, but Urian J missing. Thancred does walk in? Yeah, but he's... Yuri- Why did you say does? What should I say? Did? Thancred walks in. Thancred walks in? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but Urian J is missing. <laughs> Uh, Urian J went over to Alamigo to let Raubon and the others know how things are in Garlemald. And Garlemald, as Thanacrid puts it, is devastation as far as thou shall see. Or thou dost I shall see. Whatever retarded way he said. Thanacrid doesn't talk that way. That's Thou doth I shall see. That's Urian J, honey. You're mixing No. Up. Okay. Uh, that's... Oh, no, that is what Thancred says. No, you're Yonche. I fucked it up. Again. Uh, he also says that it was notable that Nerva and the third were absent from there, so maybe we'll see them later. Uh, the only place that had any life to it was the Imperial Palace. Soldiers and civilians are working there day and night to rebuild or transform it. Thancred says construction of it is something of a nightmare. Construction is always a nightmare. <laughs> Urian J says it's clearly devised with the manipulation of Aether in mind. It's interesting that they say that the workers were built without talking to each other, no one giving orders. It was like they were possessed hive or mind. tempered. We've seen hive mind in the past. Bancred finishes by telling us that Raubon is hosting a meeting to discuss the latest findings on the towers, and he wants us to be there, so we're off to Alamigo. So hive mind? That's what you think it is? I mean, that's what the tempered essentially are. I feel... not to. The I don't same. know if it's a true hive mind. No, it's not a true hive mind. Yeah, because it, it can't like give orders through them. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it tells them what to do. It controls them. It's a one entity controlling a larger group. That's a hive mind. 
Well, nice. Not I feel mind. like it gives them that thing. Hive that, mind might be where they're all thinking together as one. Yeah, I guess. I, I think it's like at the beginning, it gives them their like directive, but I don't know if it can like. Yeah, the bug beastman. I like that KK said it the same way. I'm like the is it the Va- the Voth or the Voth the the bug beastman, the the Nath the Nath the Voth are the birds. The Nath are the they have the hive beastman, but they also like broke away from that because they realized that wasn't the right. I'm spoilers. Sorry, you should do the Nath beast tribe quest. It actually was a wonderful story, so you should really do that. One, one. of the best ones. It was a Nath. really good one, actually. Um. <laughs> so, uh, what was the point on that one, Pete? Um, I don't know where your tangent left off of was, um... Hive Minds? Oh, Hive Minds. Uh, I don't know if they can, like, give directions. Who's they giving directions? Like, uh, Van Daniel. So, Pete, okay, then, why are they taking all of these beastmen and, like, basically hypnotizing them in a way that they can control them and make them, like I said, they're doing the construction without being told what to do then how are they being how are they doing it if no one is in their head telling them so i think they can give them the direction at the beginning i don't know if they can change their direction at any time oh you're like going like hyper detailed on that yes yeah no too you're thinking too hard on that honey way too hard does like the fact that i'm like hey you're going to build me a house and then they have that directive like they're still being controlled by someone that's the point is that they don't have their free will to do what they want to do just because you can't be like actually pick to pick up the one on the left instead of the one on the right they can't control them to that level that's that's moot i like uh disco cubs comment what was the point of that pete the avi ale autobiography hmm? <laughs> can you read uh-oh. Oh, that's my... Got it. My brain... <laughs> it, I, I didn't read it properly because when you said it, I was like, sorry. No, that's that's the title of my autobiography. I freaking love it. So after uh, they're not a hive mind, but they are being told what to do, but not uh, per every little detail, as Pete says, is required that's for a hive my mind. my opinion, man. I don't know. We then meet up with Yuri Anjay. Uh But before we can get out, more than a couple of sentences, which is like the best thing ever, because who really wants to hear him talk? Honestly, oh, fucking not me. I, I wish just want to look at him with his die. pretty buff arms and watch. Just throw some cards at me, bitch, and shut Can up. Can we please have a patch where he dies no i like to look at his pretty arms his Ugh. lovely arms i just like he can go moot mute moot mute no more voice uh so a moot and mute are two very different things i know so uh Ehrenwald shows up and apparently this is the first time they've met since we've been back on the source and there is this like hardcore bromance between uh Ehrenwald on and Alphano that like I actually googled this to see if I was the only one who's like what the fuck how am I not familiar with this no there's a lot of people on the internet who were like why the hell is this bromance being pushed so hard like why why is this like this whole like why are they making it be like oh they're so close and they they know each other so well there were some side quests you could have done guys but if you didn't do those side quests this feels like out of hard left field yeah I was like god damn why is there involved like so close with this dickhead who alfano i don't want you to say his name uh yeah so i wasn't a big fan of that so then eventually uh aaron Vald talks about something worthwhile which is pete's favorite thing in the entire game oh, my bay what's her name my bay oh so his bay uh is here to go over some plans before they head out on a mission what was her for dollar 
Uh, so then we head into the most exciting meeting ever where it's the first time I've ever been in a meeting that has like more than 10 people and every single person waits their turn to speak. We have Merlewib, Amaric, Nanamo, Lise, Connie Senna, not to mention all the scions we just talked about who are going to be going there. Um, and it's just very like, I will pause while you speak. Oh, thank you. I will pause while you speak. And I will pause while you speak. Uh, <laughs> and that's when we we learned that the Alliance scouts are saying, glory be to Garlemald. We're definitely fucking tempered. Uh, and this is the first time where they we realize that this tempering didn't actually come from a primal, which is like our norm. So, oh, my God, you guys, yeah, don't like, you see how this is totally different? a nation. It's totally different than anything we've done before. Yeah, yeah, they're tempered. Yeah, yeah, they can't control what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they're summoning primals. But the primal isn't the one that's making them do it. So it's... To- totally different. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> there have also been uh, beast tribe abductions, and we don't know what's going on, and we just know these creepy towers, these phallic things that are shining and sticking out of the ground, and it's like the beast tribe men are just being called there. We don't know why. And that's when Amaric scout sighted black-garbed figures leading shackled Ichal into the direction of the tower in Dravania. You know what? Like, you don't know what they're into. Why are you judging? They might have wanted that. That might have been like their whole like, you know, thing, which I am not going to fault anyone for. Exactly. But when they apprehended them, they all had Garlean armor on and that's a bit sus. So Raubon reveals that indeed Arnvald and Fordola are crazy kids that have just been sitting in the background but are suddenly like super important again are going on a mission to the towers because they like us, but they're not as important as us. But they're available, so they yeah, can go us. and resist tempering. Second best thing. Like, sixth best thing. The meeting ends. I mean, who's better than them? Us. And Aaron Gold and Alpha yeah, Noguas. just the sixth <laughs> best thing, though. I mean, there's like Yishtola. There's Yurion J's arms. But they there's can get tempered. like ponytail. They're going to get tempered. I, I'm just saying. You said what's best. You didn't say tempered. No. If you're going to be the best, you got to be a... Untemperable. No, Yishtola is the best, and she's not. She's just Yishtola. That bitch puts herself in the live stream every expansion. She deserves it. Cause she put herself there. Of course, of course, she deserves it. She's amazing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm trying. You wrote this so fucking dry, Pete, that I'm basically reading a summary of the MSQ. So I'm trying to. That's what it up. this is. These are my least favorite episodes. Why are we ending on one of these? This is so fucking Where boring. Where are we at? This meeting has Aaron Volve and Alphano <laughs> being way closer than I ever remembered. Yeah. No, that's what I just talked about. I know. You- <laughs> I'm shipping them. Uh, they seem like such a good pair together. Uh, we also learn about Fordola here as well. In the short story, uh, we've gotten previously, her and Erinvald would go fight primals together. But she was kind of like forced into that, like, because she was a war criminal. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was kind of like not really a choice. It's like, hey, you can sit in jail and rot or you can go outside and do this mission for us. What do you want to do? So uh, this time, apparently, Raubon gave her the option to go out and do that. Yeah. Did you not just hear the option I offered? Sit in a cell and rot <laughs> or go outside well, and possibly die. No, that's that's not. We don't know that because when she went out and did missions before, she could have been forced to. We don't know that she was given the option. You just 
you like want her to be your bae and like that's you're just gonna chip her no matter no, what. No, I'm giving them the the thing that they the uh, benefit of the doubt. They gave her the option. They're not totally slave drivers. Um, that was the more important reason, <laughs> ra- rather than uh, she's just like, nah, fuck yeah. But I mean, if you're giving someone a choice, and the choice is we're going to keep you locked in a cell or you but can do this other thing. It is it really a choice? It didn't say she was going to be locked in a cell. I think she's She's a prisoner, though. She's a, still at a At this pr- point, I think she's earned her freedom. But they did not present we, her that we way. We don't know that for sure, but that is how I took it. You take things how you want so much. If they're not going to tell us, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> Go off of what they say? No, they didn't tell us anything. They, they said didn't... she's a war prisoner. I said she was a war prisoner when she was do- going out doing those missions with Erin uh, okay. Vall. Okay, I'm not going to But now we don't know. They gave her the option to say she's no. She's still a war prisoner. She's still working for I, them, not with I them. I don't think she's under their thumb anymore. Okay. I think she has her You are allowed your wrong opinion. Own free will. Um uh, but yeah, she decided she wants to go because she needs to know exactly what she was a part of with her role fighting for Garlemald. They uh, make a point as KK just said, they make a point to like zoom in on the collar that's still on her neck. She just likes it. She loves that necklace. Mhm. Um there's also a lot of possible foreshadowing for Arrow involved getting hurt or <laughs> killed you, in this scene. That's what I was getting up early. Uh, so they're off to go investigate the tower in Pagthalon. That's like the worst. I like that's the worst. Like parenthesis, no, apostrophe in a word. I want to like in, like who wants to do the Pag dungeon? Like I always want to put the the apostrophe after the G, and then it's bad. Anyways. So then we get a ring, a ring on our link pearl. All right. And it's Tataru saying that they found Estinian. He ran off as soon as they told him about Bahamut because he's like, fuck all this shit. I don't want to. I'm not a scion. I'm going to do my own thing. Like, shit, done. So, of course, he went to Ishgard. And so then we get to do our little like, let's go. And I'll look over here. And you look over there. And we'll run around. And we'll talk to the people. And we'll look. And we'll find it's things. It's your typical waste time. By the way, also, one thing I, ca- I noticed with these cutscenes that I don't know if I really noticed so much. Next time you do an MSQ, pay attention to how many of the freaking scions have white hair. Or like a shade of gray or a shade of white. There's only one who doesn't. They no fucking brunettes. No, it's all white. All white. All gray. All like they they, they do not like colorful hair. Copycats. Sorry. This is, again, this is another thing That's I noticed. That's why I love Fordola, baby. Okay. Moving on. You're not going to finish this? <laughs> I mean, what is it? Was it really? Okay. Uh... Uh, so he goes to Ishgard and we find him and then he goes on. Oh, and there's this whole like exchange where he mistakes Alice for Alphano and she's like, Grr! and then what pisses me off. Well, then Graha fanboys out with like his super anime eyeballs, which I was not a really big fan of personally. I hate when Graha Tia fanboys out. Okay. Well, pe- it fucking, I, oh, I want to punch him in the fucking nuts. So, okay, Esper just said that was awkward as I realized I had white hair. That's how I noticed it, too. My hair is white with, like, slight pink. Anyways, uh, what then pissed me off, actually, was then Alphano shows up, and then Astinian's like, 
love to know. I can tell how much you've grown as a person. Fuck you. You just oh, mistook wait. his sister yeah, for him. I, I and you're say, like, I can look at you and tell how much you've grown. Did we even talk about how he mistook his Alice yeah, first? Okay. Yeah. And like, good job listening, Bubba. Real good husband I, act right what there. I do. Um, that pissed me off so bad. Like this whole interaction was just, it felt very forced and I get what they were doing with the Graha thing. It felt a little too over the top because we're not doing, um, oh God, what's his name? I wanted to say the, the funny, the inspector extraordinaire. Oh, Hildebrand? It's not, I want to say Horshafont and I'm like, that's so wrong. It's not a Hildebrand skit. Like we have the Hildebrand cutscenes for those fun elements where things are over the top and our MSQ is not where you see the hearts appear in people's eyes and like the anime glow. It just, it, it takes away from the story in my opinion. Um, but, but honestly what pissed me off more than like that bothered Pete, what bothered me was that's like a guy being like, Hey baby, I haven't seen you in so long. I love you. You look so good. You're like, Oh, that's my sister. And then he goes and goes, Oh baby, it's You look so good. I reckon like, fuck you. Like immediately after he mistook her, he saw Alphano. He's like, oh. Kept playing it off. You have grown inside and out. Do you not get how douchey that is? It was so douchey. Like, it just made me mad for Alphano. And, and nobody was like, no one. I wish that Al- Alice well, had been like. I didn't give a like, shit about Alphano. I'm just like. I know you don't, but I I'm wish just that. I'm like, Estanian, you a fucking idiot. I wish that Alice had come up and been like, excuse me, you just mistook my brother for me. What the hell are you saying? Like, nothing came up. I mean, up. to be fair, she's pissed off at him the whole time. No, but that would have made him look worse. Any. I, I don't know. I got a sibling. I'd have been right up and been like, excuse me. <laughs> you are lying and you're not going to fuck with my twin brother like that. I don't think so. So, yeah, he's totally a player. He just, he just boom, oh, move on. Oh, oh, move on. Oh, oh, move on. Yes. So, despite <laughs> all of that, he says he's off to uh, Azazlaw to seek out Tiamat. So, we're going to go tag along with that. We get there. Tiamat says the only explanation is that the dragons of Maricidia are at the mercy of Fandaniel because they are the only ones that could summon Bahamut. Uh, Tiamat is afraid that when she's first summoned Bahamut, uh, or when she first summoned Bahamut, she was partially influenced or tempered. I actually really liked this part of the story. Yeah. And if she was to meet this lunar Bahamut, she might fully succumb to that temperament. Basically because she was like, her emotions were so strong and her connection to Bahamut was so strong that she was able to push through being tempered to to do what was right. And now coming across him in this other form, her emotions aren't what they were and she's already had to overcome the the, the tempering that she was able to like overcome. I feel like that's the word of the night. It was really, I really liked that dynamic of, you know, she couldn't be tempered by him because she viewed him as her equal. But mm-hmm. this, but, but she, she had to fight through that. And now she's tired. She's been fighting it for so long. And it's like come up she, against that it's again. It's like that she didn't view him as a god. That's no, she, why. It's his equal. Yeah. That's her partner. Saying. They said, yeah. That, but that's why we're able to like untemper such a amazing being like a dragon is that right. she did not view him as a god that's yeah so we do end up being able to untemper her but the only reason we were is because she's a badass woman and she's like you're my partner you're my equal i don't care if you're crazy 
<laughs> and trying to make everybody bend to your will, so you're still my equal. She is uh, a little bit afraid that she could succumb to the tempering, but we tell her that we can help with that. Um, and since she wants to do right by Bahamut, mm-hmm. and because Highland granted them sanctuary, she's going to help us. And after a quest that is way too long and boring to figure out how to release Tiamat's shackles, <gasps> oh yeah, Alice gets started on her untempering process. And even though it takes a while, she is successful. I've um, been playing too much Monster Hunter. I wanted to say she used the poogie. This was way too long. <laughs> it's not a poogie. Like we had to go investigate. We had to go click <laughs> on three different things. Fly over here, and then we had to do like a firmware update. Uh, (laughs) It was ridiculous. Um, Yeah, this was like the part when they. I mean, this is like a staple of every MMO out there. Kill a little bit of time, make you do the thing. I really did like though that we like Tiamat has been in the zone, tied up there this whole time. Like you can fly by and see her, and they're bringing her back into the story. Fully appreciated that. Fully appreciated her character. Didn't necessarily love the like fetch and do this and go there, talk to this thing, yeah, talk to that thing, talk that to this thing. That part was a little bit much. But it's why you play an MMO, baby, right? Yeah. It is. But we eventually release the shackles and Tiamat is free after uh, Alice does her untempering process with the help of our Aether. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it was, it was, there was a weird moment in with her doing that tempering where she says, I'm not going to be able to finish it without your ether. And we go, okay, cool. We got you. And then she's like trying to finish untempering Tiamat. And she goes, I just can't do it. And then we go, it's okay. We'll give you our ether. And I was like, didn't we just say that she was going to need that to finish this? And they acted like it was like a moment. They like, there was like, I, I feel like somebody edited improperly there. Like there, there should have been <laughs> one of those dialogues should have been removed. I feel like there could have been a lot better editing issues in this whole story. Um, Damn Pete. So I agree Look, with that. Pete's getting salty guys. Normally Pete's like, are you try? are you pretending to be me? Are you try you you like idolize me so much that you just want to go through the story like I, I do? Just want big old titties for myself. I mean, I don't have that, um, so I don't know what you're even talking but about. But thankfully, Tiamat does not kill us once we release her shackles. <laughs> it's the boy um, of me leaving. I get it, KK. And then we get a call from Yurian J that Bahamut has been spotted over Pagothon, and Tiamat takes off in that direction with Estinian riding that ass. Um, we head on over to Ulda to pick up our Scion friends and learn that all the Alliance leaders have sent their troops there as well. I don't agree with Astinian riding that ass because Astinian's a little whore and Tiamat's riding a badass that bitch. badass, baby. No, no, no. He likes that dragon tail. Yeah. All right, so we got the dungeon, Pagalthon. <laughs> Wait, but now you said that, and I'm like, wait, that, that's not in the text. Okay, so we no, got the dungeon. I say we had, then we have that dragon, and I thought it was pretty good. What uh, did you think of the dungeon? Dungeon, and then I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked the dungeon a lot. Um, I, it, the pull, the timing of the pulls felt strange. So in the first pull, there's one mob that is arranged at the very beginning. So when you pull all the way through and you just stop where the rest of the mobs are. You have to run slightly back to yeah, the range. you have range to run one. back to that range. So one. if you don't have a tank that does that, it, like, I don't know. I have actually, so you guys, like I said, I've been needing a break. I've actually only run this dungeon the one time for the story, but uh, it felt 
it, it didn't feel as smooth with like where my dances would line up with the the poles. And I stuff. think that's a good thing, actually. Okay, that's I'm I'm just saying how it felt because it makes it a little different from most of the dungeons. I'm like, oh, look, there's another mob over there. I should probably adjust how I usually pull instead of just like pulling until I can't pull anymore. It yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know how it's been playing since then because, like I said, I only did it the one time. But I, I'm curious. I how. did it the other day and I made the adjustments. And I oh, you're tanking, uh, so you're I, still controlling uh, it. I stacked yeah. them all up, and uh, yeah. So, uh, but I agree. Like the first time you do it, it's a uh, could be a little bit awkward. One might be standing outside all the other ones, and then you have to wait. I'll and... admit, I the, so the first I died on the first fight. When I did it the first time, and that was only because it took me until the very last. Are set you of talking it. about the first boss? Or yeah, the first. Okay, seriously, um, because it took me until like the last time it happened to go. Oh, those are lightning rods. So like, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, see... Yeah, so it's similar to some all. Yeah, but I just didn't see that mechanic happening. Like I didn't quite grasp that so i died um and then it was one of those oh i get it now i'm totally gonna do it right oh the mob is dead okay guess i'm not gonna do it right and learn how i was supposed to do it the whole time that was fun i actually think uh the first fight is just as difficult as like the last fight like there's not much uh range and difficulty between all the fights in this dungeon yeah the second fight is really not difficult like it just feels like an a very small notch up from Which trash. Which one was the second one? That's when you have uh, mobs and there's two cannons shooting towards you. You have to uh, move out of those cannons. And then once you oh, beat those mobs, you yeah. get knocked up to the it top, feels like the top old, level like, to kill that mob. Kind of like when we did Alexander with like, the train and the stuff where it was like the, the mob wasn't like a living thing. It was kind of machine-like. Yeah, that one didn't. That actually did not stick with yeah, me. Yeah, the second mob yeah. is by far the worst. Yeah, of the it was dungeon. not memorable. Um, and the third mob, I liked a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I remember the first and the last. I couldn't remember the second, so that's why yeah. I was like... What happened? Uh, but I thought in general the dungeon was good. Uh, we saw a lot of the Amalja fighting, which makes sense. I do like the more that they've on. added, like, yeah, the like people in the background kind of fighting. It makes it feel like a, like a world instead of like your yeah, own rails. Yeah, Amalja fighting on our side. And the, the, the transition where you had to like fly with the, the dragons to like incorporate the story into it. Throughout like, the dungeon, we had uh, Tiamat and Estinian coming yeah. down. That was cool. And doing some AoE damage to yeah. to hurt the packs of mobs I thought they did a good had. job with all of that. I really I appreciated it. I feel like this was definitely one where they focused on like the world building of the dungeon more than the the timing of the poles and the the boss fights it was like the world building and and like kind of like just i can say building it but building up the plot to what's going to happen and what's happening in this dungeon why we're there which i get like that's okay you know not everything has to be perfect it's okay to focus on another piece of it so uh i was very happy with the dungeon i don't really have any complaints about this dungeon uh post dungeon tiamat is thanking us we also get some things from the Almalja war, chi- war chief who uh, the what chief war chief war who says there will be no more war with us. Um, Erinvald wasn't too bright and tries to wait. Fr- wait, so you're uh, you're jumping a bit? Okay, so then we kind of cut back to Fordola and Erinvald, and they're at one of the towers. Yeah, and and he sees all of these Amalja that are essentially like prisoners trapped, like 
They're just inside the tower. Incoherent. Like their chests are just kind of sticking out with their heads. They can't move. They're stuck. And he wants to try to go help one. And that sets off an alarm. He's a big old dumb dumb. Well, he's compassionate. Um, but also stupid. At that point, it sets off a sort of hive mind where the emotions start to glow and then they they essentially start to panic in a way and you see there's like ether kind of connecting between them and and it, it reads as fear, which I think is the intent because, you know, the fear is generally what's used to summon the primals and that is where we see a lunar Ifrit summoned, um, which is like, ooh, I see a little lady I'm on beat at and it's Fordola and then Erinvald, being the chivalrous character he is, steps in front of her because he doesn't think a lady can handle her own shit. Yep. Just saying. Um, I actually... The beginning of this, as soon as we saw the Erinvald, Alphano, like, ship happening sort of thing, I I felt like Erinvald was being set up to die or for something really bad to happen to him. And so this whole moment was like, well, you guys set this up exactly the way you always set this up. So that's either Erinvald's going to die or he's going to be so badly injured that something negative is going to come from it. So it just, it felt very predictable. Ooh, KK says that Pete doesn't like Erinvald because he views him as competition for Alphano. Or Fordola? Yes, as competition for Alphano. I mean, it's... It just views him as competition for me, myself? No, for Fordola. But I think Alphano, too. Um, I think there's... I think the bitterness for Alphano is actually like a really deep-seated All of you idiots who were watching me play through had me convinced that uh, Fordola was going to die, that they were... uh, gonna save alphano and wrong um, i i told you before all this started before you did that. i was like Al- uh erinvald is going to try to save fordola i said this he's gonna save fordola and everyone's gonna be bitter because most people don't no, like her you said erinvald was gonna die you and didn't he, say he was wait, gonna save fordola. and he no he was gonna save fordola and in doing so he was going to die i don't remember you ever saying he was yes gonna but save you fordola. listen to me like 60 percent of the time it's so pretty good over 50 percent not enough uh but that that is in my opinion i was viewing it as like that's why fordola was brought back so we could be spiteful for her toward her because of this fordola is a better character she i'm not disagreeing with that and i know you love her and you wish that i was her but i'm sorry i'm not and uh thank you for saying that i i I get it i guess (laughs) Um, but Erinvald is there to be this stand-up pinnacle, like amazing guy who we, we are supposed to want to save over Fordola. And so like that you're going to have more resentment toward her because of what happened to really? him. Really? Is that what they were going for? I don't have any resentment to her over Erinvald. You are like the, I don't know anyone else who's like, fuck yeah, Fordola. You are like, you are the president of the Fordola fan club. Don't gotta stroke me off. What? <laughs> um. Anyway, we head back to Ulda to tell Nanamo about our victory and peace with the Amalja. But she hits us with some news first about Erinvald getting injured. And Alphano takes off to go see him. We go with him in case he needs some support. But we're not allowed in to see him. The Charudurans, whatever they're called. Uh, are still working on him. 
we see Ferdola. Oh, the surgeons, but the cheer, yeah, chirurgians. Uh, I don't know the only one who does that. We see Ferdola outside the infirmary. She drops in hard facts on him when he starts to get all wishy-washy about, oh, I wish I was there to help. I could have done so much. But he's a little bitch anyways. Um, it was kind of weird for to, to have them before this talking about how young he is and they're pushing how young he is, how much he's seen for how young he is. That was Estinian. And now he's got this like, but I could have done more if I was there. It's like, but you're a child and I get that you've seen war, but no, you can't and you and should know better. And he's never like done anything like... He's a healer. <laughs> physical to beat people down. He's a healer. Uh, well, he's a summoner. So he's done like the summoner. Well, he, you know he's going to like... All of this is going to happen and, and Alphano is going to be the new sage. You like know because he's still been like this weird summoner who's not really a summoner because he's still an arcanist. So you know he's the next sage. Like he's got the book and it's going to turn into the flying blades. It's totally going to happen. But I hope he dies in 6.0. He's not uh, going to die. I really am hoping that they're building toward Alphano and Alice being full grown. Like having their growth spurt. And Oh, I hope he dies before he gets full grown. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Um, but Estinian sticks up for uh, Alphano, uh, but I'm still team. Yeah, Ferdola. he does. I'm still team Ferdola. Yeah, I don't know why like Alphano has like relationships with Estinian and Erinvald. This is like uh, underage little whore. You were so harsh. <laughs> He's not a little whore. When you're young, that's when you get to be dumb and just experiment and play the field. Yeah, he should probably be a little bit older. He's uh, only two guys. Like he's like sixteen years old. That's an adult if he's a Charlan. <laughs> okay. Thank you, KK. That was um, wonderful timing. We go back to a meeting with Nanamo and off-screen Pippin relays mm. for Dolan's accounts of the event to everyone there. So yeah, at this point, we know the towers are designed to use the people trapped in its walls to summon primals. Uh, Thancred remembers that the towers look like a building at the Garlemald capital. We, uh, or actually that could be how they, uh, rallied so many Imperials to their cause so quickly. Uh, there were reports from other towers as well of other primals being summoned as well. Super fun. Uh, that's when we do the super exciting thing and go back to everyone's favorite place in the game that they haven't spent too much time at yet, Mordana. Yeah. And then Kryle's there. We're like, hey, Kryle, person who shows up randomly and talks about the Charlayan groups. Like, you're like, hey, I know all this, but I'm only going to give you bits and pieces. And that's when she says that we need to get a petition to get the aid of the Charlayan for the help with the towers because she's like, I know all this stuff, but I only tell you when you need to know it because I'm a Charlayan and that is how I work. So, but to also control the level of information that she has and not give us too much, she's going to go there herself to be like, hey, so I have this friend that I think you guys should help out. I no, you don't really like her, but like, just trust me, she's she's super cool. Um, and then she's also curious about Heidelin and why is Heidelin not directly spoken with us since like patched? Meh, 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 meh. Um, what's wrong? Like, why doesn't she call you anymore? Is she ghosting you? Does she like want to just talk to other people? Is this like an, an open damn. relationship? Like, and if that's okay, that if it is, that's okay. But you know, this needs to be an open communication. We need to understand and make sure that we're all on the same page. And Heidelin really hasn't done that. And it's super not okay. 
So she's just going to do some background investigation for us, the Charlians, because we know that like Hadlin and them kind of like on the same page. So she's going to figure that out for us and let us know because she's our friend. Um, and that's when then Astinian goes, you know what? All this drama is just amazing. I love it. And I love that Alphano didn't notice that I like mistook him for his sister and he's still all into me. So I'm going to be like, hey, guys, I'm going to join the Scions now because I got like a lot of asses I can tap. No. Damn. Is that not how you took it? That's how I took it. He only wants to tap one ass and it's <laughs> Alphano. Oh, no, Peter. Internet just cut out. Maybe your internet just cut out. We have Mine's the same internet. Fine. Uh, I'm, I think people can still hear us because you're plugged into the wireless router and I'm plugged into the real router. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, in the Imperial Palace, lots of weapons that Xenos is standing in the middle of trying to figure out the one he wants to use. Van Daniel asks Xenos, when the time comes, will you be able to control you know what? I have no idea what he's talking about. The giant tower in the middle of town. Giant tower between his legs is that what he's talking about? Um, I can't load Twitch. I hope things <laughs> still work for you because everything for me is lost. Al Shalant says uh, they can still hear us. So oh, okay. I think we're still good. Just my computer. Awesome. But yeah, that was the end of patch 5.5. Wait, there's more? There's more. That's oh. only half of the way through, baby. God. Yay. So it's all as one to you because that's you did it all at one time. Because I'm smart. Instead of breaking it into two things. Uh, well, because otherwise you're like, hey, we're going to talk about that stuff we did in game three months later. Do you remember what it was? And I'm like, no. So then I have to go back and redo it. So which it just, is why I use New Game Plus. So I'll just wait. <laughs> I'll just wait. Do it all at once. And, and honestly, we actually talked about it and felt like my waiting and doing it all together was actually better because when he started doing the story and he'd done the other one so long ago, he didn't quite remember all of it. Oh, now Ashlan can't hear. Maybe, but I'm now back up. Yeah. Our our internet has been like Hopefully it all out. works out. It's been Everything's recording, so the podcast is going to be Podcast is fine even if the like, stream is just peachy. Peachy. Uh, we're back in Mordana talking to Alice in patch 5.55 and apparently 5.55 5. lunar primals have been popping up all over the place. Oh my God. But the alliance has it under control. I mean, they're just um, purple. Like Talks with the beast tribes have been going very nice. Um, then a resistance herald comes in to let us know that we're invited to an alliance meeting to talk of all the recent developments. This meeting is actually going to have the Beast Tribes there as well. Of course, we're going to attend and we're off to El Amigo. Super fun. So the point of this meeting is to finally bring the Beast Tribes into the fold. Like there's no new plans that are really shared. It's more about like opening up the meeting to all of these people that have been excluded for so long. Um, and we, we share with them that we're going to help untemper their kin and they agree and they're going to help with our defensive forces. So that was actually really cool. It was good to see. I also kind of like that they kind of broached the whole like, well, just because you doesn't, don't understand me doesn't mean that's the way it is. Like the, um, 
Sahagins had like a moment where they like yelled and like kind of interrupted everything. It's like just because you're yeah. not a Sahagin warrior. I thought that was a little weird. I actually like that because I feel like you can't assume that all of these different cultures are going to not have any clashes. And I, I felt like no, that was I, needed. I understand that. I just thought like the time that they said that, I'm like, oh, that's kind of out of place. Um, but yes, I totally agree that um, I had a problem with the scene because we never actually gave them a seat at the table. Oh, well, I was actually skipping most of the scene because it felt like it felt like pandering in a way where it was like, oh, we're giving the Beast Tribe's attention like a seat at the table, but nothing they're saying actually has any relevance to the story. You, you know how I know they didn't give them a seat at the table? They were all standing. Because they were all standing. Yeah. They didn't actually add, give them fucking chairs to yeah. sit on. Well, that's because they had to like design like, even the, a fucking stool to make it so they could sit. Yeah. And, that and was... like that's their probably like. I mean, reasoning behind it is that if they'd at least given them dialogue that like felt like it moved the story along in a way other than like, yes, this is a problem for us, too. But I also my thing also that I think you were alluding to was that. They made it seem like these beast tribes were all like hunky dory with each other. When oh, yeah, re- they don't get along with each other either. When in reality, like, they never talk to each but other But it's like, before. enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. So Beast I Tribes, guess. I feel like we're... Yeah, they did act like the Beast Tribes had their own sort of alliance outside but of our like, alliance, but it wasn't. It was a bunch of separate... Like, this is the fucking god of Ifrit. This is the god of fucking uh, Garuda and... Titan, the god of like, Garuda, you mean, like, wind and, like, like fire like, yeah, and, like... They, earth they all have their all different gods and it's like they would not just like get along with each other like there should have been like a little more fleshing out of this yeah and and as alshalon agreed they didn't want to animate it and that was how i kind of took it was they didn't want to animate it heart like they were everyone saying heart they were literally standing literally standing two rows deep with each other instead of standing at like the table sitting at the table with mm-hmm. everyone else mm-hmm. they were standing in two rows deep yeah it was there was definitely still a degree of separation they're trying to create this sense of equality with an aorzia but there's still a very distinct oh god they're making a captain uh, planet reference i get it now <laughs> sorry uh by all your powers combined i am captain aorzia yeah that's what they were but it, it definitely kind of felt- get to that honestly it, it, yeah, but it still felt it wasn't equal. It still wasn't equal. And for it to be equal, they should have given them a seat at the table. All of the scions did not need a seat at the table if the head of all of the different beast tribes are there. They should be equal to Kani Sena and they should be equal. Yep. Like that, in order for this to be the Grand Company of Eorzea, the people who are in charge of other groups of people should have an equal seat at the table, not like all of these scions who are members of one group. Yeah, Ace says, I enjoyed seeing them all together. I agree. I like seeing them all together too, but I wish they would have all been seen the as equal. The intent was there. The execution was lacking. Like they should have given them all seats, like in between each normie member. I think the Scions should have had less seats. I think it's honestly, I don't think Thancred's Gurion J. I don't think like I don't think all of those members needed a seat. Like I think maybe Yishtola, who isn't the lead of the Scions, but she could represent the Scions in that way, could have had a seat, and everyone else could be standing. Uh, Disco, even us. 
Disco Cup says he literally didn't say anything, did he? I don't think he said anything until we were actually in a fight later on. Uh, he was pretty much absent. Through, I don't really care. I honestly don't care. Patch. Like they really, they did their best effort to try to make sure that every single like member had something to say. If he got missed. That's fine. I mean, if he is your favorite, he I get it. He should not have been in the cover artwork. <laughs> yes, he should not have been in the cover artwork. I think the Warrior of Light should have a, a seat because the Warrior of Light is a separate entity. Like, they're part of the Scions, but you're also separate. And the Scions should have one seat. And all of the Beast tribes should have had a seat. I just... That... That is like a, a yeah, level of equality in the beast world. Beast tribes in the fucking cover artwork, man. Yeah, that that like if you're gonna try to push this grand company of Eorzea situation, oh, we haven't even got to that. Yet. I know, but that's what's happening here. Is like it's supposed to be equal, and it's still fucked up. It's still wrong. <laughs> so that really like hits too close to home with the world and the way things are. And like if you're gonna act like things are equal then you better fucking make them equal don't make it like this pretense that they're equal well you have to stand and we all get to sit fuck that so yeah they sorry, sorry. they make it uh made me mad that made me mad much too amicable i guess for everyone just to get along um but like the whole point of it to me was really cool in relation to like what's going on in the world these days. So some people are saying like it's a trivial matter. It, it's a trivial matter for the game, but like the games that you play, the movies that you watch should be a reflection of the world around you. Yeah. And it should be like Like if you've been subjugated for that long, you're going to be fucking pissed off. Yeah. And it and so like without treating it that way by them trying to act like it's this grand company of Eorzea, it's not. It's lacking. It's casual Eorzean racism. Thank you, Doctor of Deliciousness. That's yeah. That's that's what bothered me, and I just it just made me mad. It did. It did. And I know it's just a video game, but again, it's the whole reflection of our society now. And if we're we're doing, I mean, I, I guess it's a it's a complete distinct reflection. I guess it's a real reflection instead of like a hopeful what we want it to be reflection. So I mean, if you take it that way, it's more real because that is what's happening. But I don't know. In a fantasy world, if I can make it the way I want to, I'm going to lose my internet again, and then hopefully Pete doesn't lose <laughs> his. <laughs> but as you mentioned, the Grand Company of Eorzea, that's a name I fucking hated. Didn't like it I thought it was all. funny that they gave you the option to be like, I don't want to pick that. I want something else. And yeah. then they still said Grand Company of Eorzea is what we're going to call it. I was like, oh, that's... Why'd you give me the option if you were just going to make me do it anyway? Yeah, so that's the new alliance, including the Beast Tribes. It's going to be called the Grand Company of Eorzea. What a boring fucking name. I hate it. I hate that it was the brainchild. Wow, you're like hate, hate, hate. I just, oh, I just I hate dislike. It. I, I hate don't that hate. it was the brainchild of Alphano. Oh, we, that's why you hate. We don't even get a symbol or a mascot to go with it. I'll give you a penguin uh, or a like corgi. We have the twin snakes, the maelstrom, the flames. What's the symbol of the grand company of Eorzea? The cute bo booties on the corgis. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think I hate it because I know they're just trying to give more praise to Elfino. And th honestly, they're about to do even more. This, to this try entire, to give them even more praise. This entire patch was very Elfino centric, which I know you're not a fan of. Fuck him. I hope he dies. <laughs> Yeah, it was just annoying that it was like, I don't want that. And then 
Right, you get it. Yeah, Alfie's face is the symbol. I think it's just his ponytail. <laughs> All right, Pete, you're going to continue on because my stuff keeps yeah, cutting out. So we're going on the Crystal Braves Remembrance Tour. Um, apparently, we're doing this because the Sylphs want to create some sort of organization and want to know the successes and maybe more importantly, the failures of the downfall of the Crystal Braves. So we need to go interview past members of the Crystal Braves. Oh, yeah. Ourselves and Alphano are going to go talk to the people that were stuck with us or that stuck with the Scions. And Graha, Tia, and Yishtoler are going to go talk to ex-members that called it quits. So ourselves with Alphano are going to go talk to Real and Alien. Two ex-Crystal Braves who stuck it out with the Scions now. Of course, they blame themselves for not seeing the corruption in the Crystal Braves and not telling Alphano, even though it really should have been his responsibility to see that, not theirs. I feel like we're being very negative. But I'm sorry to, we're being so negative. To, I think it's because it focused so well, much on Alphano. Um, turn it around to his credit. Alphano did take responsibility and didn't blame anyone else but himself for the downfall of the Crystal Crystal Braves. That's true. Um, uh, Rial and Elian did decide to stay because uh, they didn't blame him. Um, and Alphano kind of just like accepted them back no matter what because... He trusted them. It felt kind of, honestly, this whole like interaction felt kind of like to me when you're at a, an interview and they ask you to share your biggest faults and you're like, I am too much of a perfectionist. I don't know when to stop. I am, you know, like you, you, you're you saying things that are negative, but that are actually positives. And I felt like all of the, this entire interaction was a way of like, Alphano, we know that you, you know, weren't the best, but all of your negatives are going to be positives. And that's just how, like, if you're going to, like, actually dissect this and find the negatives and the positives, like, we want to actually hear, like, it would have been really nice to hear some actual negatives about Alphano instead of this exit interview sort of thing where we want to stay on good terms. So if I need something from you in the future, we're still cool. Um I'm glad that yeah. we finally agree on something, Avi. Oh, look at that. Uh, because, yeah, when we go talk to these people, it's very much positive for Alphano. And Yeah. I think we just want more. The thing is, we want more real with this. We want it to feel more real. I want more real. And I also want the game to give me what they said they were going to give me. Up until this point. Alphano was saying we need to see both sides of the story of why the crystal negative and the bad failed. or negative and the good, the positive, the negative. <laughs> and so we were going to talk to the positive people. I was, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Alphano and ourselves are going to go talk to the people who stick, stuck with us. Um, I think Alice and someone else, maybe Graha went to go talk to the people who did not stick with the scions. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, I want to see why they thought the Scions or the Crystal Braves failed. And we don't get that. I honestly think it's more important to know why people left than why people stayed. Exactly. Yeah. And they made a point of saying that. But then we never but, got the payoff. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, Alpha No, like, we get a little bit of that. Um, Alice says that the reviews were harsh or something like that. 
But, and let us but know what Alpha No reads that off screen. We don't actually get to see what people said negative of Alpha No. And well, like, to, for honestly, you, you just wanted to hear the negative Alpha No bits. I want, I, I actually, if you're going to say we're going to find the good and the bad, let's find the good and the bad and let's put a plan together to like, make it work. They never do anything negative to Alpha No. No, they don't. They never do. Never. No. He, like, I think that's why you dislike him so much. What do, what do they always call the women who are. Uh, Mary Sue's. He's a fucking Mary Sue. That is an old, old, old reference, old man. But he is. Yeah, he is. I agree with you. He can do no wrong. And it's... A Mary Sue should not be the lead of a story because that's not an interesting character to follow. We want You want to follow... You know, you want to... You wanna, root for the character that has faults you want to root for the character that's the underdog you want to like you you don't want to root for the character that's like the the forced underdog where they're not really an underdog but they're like oh he's so young oh he's inexperienced oh he failed here but all his failures were really just you know not really his fault gary sue for men gary stew is what he said um but yeah because they never really give him any like Hmm, what do you want to say? They never give him any like resistance. They're like they will tell you he has some resistance, but we never see it. Yeah, it's it. Like I said, it's always the like, oh yeah, bad things happened, but you know what? He overcame them. It's yeah. okay. So, anyways, Alpha No has his full report now, and we're off to deliver it to the Sylphs because they're the ones that wanted it. Apparently, um. Ourselves and Elsa are in the middle of talking to the Sylphs when Alphano runs up with news that Charlayan has sent an envoy that is to arrive in Gridania at any moment. Oh my god, we haven't gotten to this part yet. Here is the kicker, though. The envoy is none other than Fortuno Lavillier, the father of Alice and Alphano. How did you say that? Lavillier? No, before that. Fortuno? Okay. Uh, we give the Sylphs uh, the second classes and treatment and head back to Gridania where there is going to be a meeting between Papa Levillier and Connie Senna. You just, oh, I was in the middle of this. Okay, so we get a significant and longish cutscene that takes place here with Forchanel doing most of the talking, uh, the Alice and Alphano's Papa. Starts out like cordially enough, talks, you know, they have their little like, oh, I miss you. How you doing? Oh, your mom's good. She has no health issues whatsoever, which is like, it was a very strange way to be like, your mother is perfectly healthy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, maybe just because my family talks too much and we like know all the bits that are going on. I can uh, contest to that. Um, so... He then relays what the Charlayan Forum has decided is essentially like the whole reason of this meeting is that they will not aid in the battle against Garlemald because their philosophy and ethics are are anti-war. They are simply, there is no outcome that justifies the casualties of war. We are here to just keep track of history and in an impartial manner record it. Which I call bullshit on, but, you know, that's my opinion. I don't. I I don't call bullshit on that. I I I had a chat with Esper in, in Discord where we were talking about, like, it's like if someone was a Buddhist and you're trying to be like, hey. No, like, you're totally, 
you're totally allowed to have your opinion. I think your opinion's wrong. It's more than an opinion. You, it's it's an ethical belief. Pete, that's fine. That's an opinion. It's still it's an ethical belief. It's a core core belief of their foundation that war is wrong. And so for us to fault them for not wanting to go to war, I I don't agree with. That'd be like me trying to. You're vegan. It's part of your core beliefs. I'm trying to fault you for not eating this bacon that I just cooked up because it smells delicious. Yeah, but I can come up with a million different reasons why I shouldn't eat that bacon. So can the Charlayan. No, they can't. It's part of their. No, they can't. They can just say that there's death, and it's like, yeah, there's. But Pete, there's going to be death. Like, drink a, any think of it way like you're you talking it. to a Buddhist. It's it's legitimately like it's not. You 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 don't go and like seek out war. Okay, so you just die. Don't even want to have this cut. That's not. That's that's not. basically what it, their thing is. Like that's the opposite. Okay, you do nothing and you die. Tesco Cup, I love you. He says to be fair, we should absolutely bully Pete into eating bacon. I mean, if I couldn't get him to go for birria, like I can't tacos in San Diego, I can't get him to eat anything. Dude, I'm the most hard-headed motherfucker you've ever gone up against. Yes, he is. So I, I personally, I actually... Oh, no. What? I was making all adjustments on this outlet. <laughs> you broke all the things. I personally did not have any discrepancies with them saying, we do not believe in war. We are here to record history. That is it. We are impartial viewers. Because I I know that in at least like in... Korean history and Korean monarchy, they actually had an entire branch of the government that's entire role was to record history and be impartial about it and not even share it with the emperor of the time because the emperor would want to delete it or hide it or whatever. So you need an impartial recording of history. This is something that actually happens in our world or has happened in our world. And it's something that I I can respect. But then when he suddenly goes to be like, I'm impartial, we're this and this. Oh, and I'm going to disown you bitches. For having a different opinion to me. So let's go through it. Uh, at first, he's very cordial and is excited to see his children. Mm-hmm. And then when we kind of start to get into the nitty gritty of it, uh, he discloses that the forum uh, and what opposed. I think I basically the- summed all this up. You're just trying to go too detailed on it. Like the forum's like, no, we're not getting into it. What's the point? B- how they phrase it is important. Okay. That how the the original premise is that the forum says, okay, we're not going to help you. And, but he goes over and beyond, if you're to believe what they say, that it was all a performance. I'm not saying this. I never said it was all a performance. No, but I'm saying that's what the game said. The game said that? The game said it was all a performance. 100%. The game said that it was a performance that he was trying to hide something from us. Right. But I think it, I don't think, okay, so the part that was a performance, in my opinion, is his disowning the children. Yeah. That's the performance. His saying that the Charlayans' core and ethical beliefs is to stay neutral. Yes. That's that's, that's not a performance. That's a response. That's what we know of. Yeah, that is that is in line with everything we've known about them. But for the dramatic shift to suddenly go, and by the way, because your beliefs are different than mine, I'm disowning you. That was very intentional. That's very that weird. was very much a performance. That was something to make you go, "What the fuck?" But my thing is like, okay, 
if it's going to be a performance, if it's something weird to throw us off, why tell us now? Foreshadowing. Why? It's not foreshadowing. You fucking told us. No, he didn't tell us what it was. No, you fucking told us. If that's going to be the thing, I'm going to be so disappointed. Like, if he told us, like, what is oh, the? Wait, wait, wait. I was, I was, like, Pete, okay. I was protecting you the Calm whole down. time. Calm down, honey. Calm down. Okay. So you're saying you're upset that we were told. We weren't actually told anything. All we know in this situ- current oh space. Oh, my God. Let me finish talking. All we know in this current space is that his reaction was over. It was over the top. It was too much. The fact that he has has disavowed his children there's a reason for that, and he wants a response. Okay. So we're going into the new story so knowing that- So many times did they say that it was a performance and that he was hiding something from uh-huh. us for our protection. Right, but and that's- it's like, they're... but if that's the thing, why did you tell us already? Why didn't you let us let us figure that out later on? Oh, this game doesn't do that. Yeah, it's so fucking heavy-handed. It's always been this way. Why are, you, why are you upset about this now? This is literally I've always been- Because I've upset about this the whole time. But this is this is they always fucking, this is always fucking bukkake us in the face with this shit. Okay, okay. This is this is how fourteen has always done stuff. So you can't be upset about the way they do storytelling if it's the way they've always done storytelling. We like, yes, KK just said we've always come up with better ideas than they do. We always think it's more intricate than it actually is. This is literally them setting it up to be. But like, why did they tell us so early? It's not even the fucking expansion. Are you gonna cry? Maybe. <laughs> That's what they do. This is why I've needed a break for so like, long. Why didn't they feel they needed to fucking baby feed us this shit? Have you not been like, hey, this is Lise. If you forgot who Lise is, Lise was the My one. God. That's, they spoon feed us all the things. That's how they do this game. This game is meant to have people con- constantly coming in and out and playing. And they haven't been like here the whole time. Just because you've been playing the whole time and you know all the things doesn't mean that's how it's been done. It's always been delivered this way. Always. God, that's so disappointing. Stop. Lower your expectations, honey. No. I know I'm amazing, but not everything can be as great as me. <laughs> I can't click on our outline because my fucking keyboard is going crazy again. Um, Lee saved al amigo. Yes, thank you. I know. This, she is important because she did this thing. Now you know who she is. Now you can understand why she's in this in this next scene. Um. So yeah. Oh, yeah, my my keyboard's all fucked up. By the way, I did uh, give him the money to buy a new keyboard because he didn't want the new mouse I bought him for his birthday, so he did not use that money toward it. Mouse and keyboard are both fucked up, so fuck me. Um, You're too stubborn to replace them. Let's keep on going. Okay, Where do we leave off? It's all fucked up. (laughs) Uh, Your keyboard's just, like, typing numbers in now. Yeah. Can't (laughs) type anything anywhere. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to move on to where Graha positions that the forum could be hiding something from us. That's what he's talking about. Uh, it could be hiding, and it was all a performance. Um, Kryle then gets on the link pearl to let us know that she did not make any progress on the Hydeland front, but she's going to be staying there to do more research, and she will see us in Endwalker, which gives us an excuse to go there. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be heading to the Shorelands soon in Endwalker. Yes, we knew that. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. It's, it's all in the previews. I'm trying to fix the outline right now. Why? Just let it go. It's fine. 
Um. So where did we leave off? Did we talk about uh, what's his nuts getting? Uh, it's out of Sylph now rushes. Paralyzed. It's right here, right here. Go there. A sylph now rushes in to let us know that the Telefori ransacked Zelfatal and are marching through Coerthus. We believe Cartano Flats is their destination. We're about to head there when Fordola catches us and takes us to see Erinvald. And the dummy, Alphano, doesn't even notice he's in a fucking wheelchair at first. My only problem with the scene is that we don't get any information about Ehrenwald's injuries. We see his left leg is wrapped. You don't need any. All you need to know is he can't walk. Why do you need to know exactly what happened to him? I don't understand Because this. I need to know. You don't. What this game is doing because I've had too much bullshittery from this game. I need to know if he's actually paralyzed. Or I need to know if... They, they very much or, so made it appear that he will not walk again. Yeah, that's what they said. That's they the said point. That His tri- entire character... The Trirugians said he may not ever walk again. I don't think he's ever going to walk again. I also think you should have had way less beers before this podcast. And I think the whole point is that something... His character is going to do something else badass because of the fact that he cannot walk. I hope so. But they said the Tyrusians said Just call I, the surgeons, you... I may never walk again. Okay, thank you for fixating but on one, at one the word. Same time, all he had was this fucking below the knee wrapped down to his foot. Yeah, he had it like an ankle. Um, it looked yeah, like Susan's he had like a, hydrate, hydrate. It looked like he had a calf injury. He had a cast on his ankle. It, it would have been better if they had not done that, and they they made some comment where it was like, "Tell from me from the you know he broke his he lower back C2, and he's done." C two spinal injury. Here, Pete. Here's my water. You know the rest of it. No, it's got a sippy cup on it. Because I spill. Uh. So eventually. We're off to Cartineau because that's where we saw Fan Daniel. He's bringing all the troops over there. Um, when we start there, we're just getting some trash. Uh, but we do see that the Beast Tribes are fighting together. And then, Avi, you didn't like this part. I enjoyed this part. We got a map. Well, no, yeah. no, no. I didn't enjoy the beginning of it, but then once it made sense, it was like, okay, when we got first got the map with like the pieces of our characters as miniatures on it, I was like, well, that feels lazy. That was my first impression of it, was that felt lazy. All right. I don't get your first impression, but okay. Um, but yeah, we got some trash. Beast tribes are fighting together. We have a map with everyone's place on it, and we start out with Grahatia and Alice, we are playing as Alice, uh, fighting Imperials and Magitek. Uh, after we beat them down, we cure some tempered with our good Porksy Angelo. Then we're on to the next fight where we have... We- so before you keep going, Pete, what I was going to say is so I only didn't like the map when I first saw it. And then I realized the map was actually used to kind of distinguished that there were three separate fights that were going to be happening between the three groups of scions then i was like oh i get it okay but when i first saw it i was like 
that's lazy. I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. Why are they just showing us as pieces on the board? I, I, I feel almost like it shouldn't have been shown what it was. And then once like when we got to the first fight, it like made more sense later when it first happened. I didn't I didn't quite get it. That was okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Eventually, we get to a point where we learn that there are some confluences around this uh, battlefield. Uh, that we need to protect because if the confluence are exploded, it's going to explode the whole world or whatever. <laughs> um, so then we fight Lunar Odin, where we play as Urian J. And Which I Yishtola. liked because we actually got to play as a fucking healer for once. Yes, very, very true. That was, I came to Pete, I was like, oh my God, we finally had the healer in the forefront of something. Like, I, we've never had a Warrior of Light that was a healer, but at least finally it's the first time in one of these fights we actually got to be a healer. And I don't know how to play Astrologian, but I really appreciated that. Uh yes, very much so. And Yushola and Thetacrid were our uh, support on that fight. Um, this was a pretty good fight. I believe I did die my first time into this fight. Did you? I did. I'm pretty pretty sure I did. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I died on the um the Graha fight. I died on two out of the three. I so. only died on the the uh, Graha fight. That was the one I died on because I didn't realize that I was just trying to kill the moon moths and um didn't realize i was able to freeze them because there was like a weird mm-hmm. new ability that i wasn't like that that's the one that got me yeah so after we beat lunar odin we're on to lunar ravana where we are playing as grahatia and then our support character is alice and so that's the one you died at where when they have the butterflies on yeah. the edge you yeah. have to that's freeze the them um then we have lunar ifrit you did not like this part of it. I thought I it really was... liked the first two fights. I actually appreciate that I died on the second one because if I just beat through them all on my first try, it's like it didn't feel like it was challenging. The fact that I died on the second, the first fight was cool. I actually have to not focus just on DPSing down the boss. I have to focus on keeping the group alive. That's different. Second fight. Okay, I'm this weird black mage, white mage hybrid thing that Grahatia is right now. And I have to like understand how we want us to use his abilities. I died because I didn't understand you know, like negating, like freezing everything. Third fight with Ifri, which in my opinion should have been like the penultimate fight of this scenario, felt very simple in contrast. I know it's because you're playing the job you queued as, but... So if Ifri should have been the penultimate, what should have been the ultimate? Well, the what are the ultimate? Sorry. Oh. I'm just tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so Lunar Ifri was the last uh, boss where we play as ourselves with Alphino and Astinian. Astinian uses Nidhogg to kill Ifrit's nails, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think Ravana was kind of the best fight. Yeah, I, um, I just feel like it was just bummed that the last fight was the one I that left me wanting another fight. I feel like the, the, the Ifrit one was the one I was like, oh, the other two were so good. That one was just like, okay. Cool. Yeah. So then we get a scene with Finn Daniel where we ruined his plan. He kind of gets why Xenos likes us, wants to fuck us. Um, the skies open up and we see the moon. Yep. That's all I gotta have to say about that. I don't <laughs> give a shit about the moon. I mean, I'm glad people are excited for it, but yeah. Um, back in Mordana, we still have the towers to take care of. 
looks like that's what we'll be doing uh first in endwalker or actually maybe going to Charlayan first to learn how to destroy the towers uh, meanwhile in Garlemald I actually like I didn't didn't the meanwhile in Garlemald didn't that come after the like the the credits yeah yeah it's like I actually like walked away I was leaving the cre- I was like oh shit there's more happening <laughs> meanwhile in Garlemald capital Xenos uh, is killing with his new weapon the scythe Van Daniel needs Aether for his gateway to the gods um then he says something like the dreamer needs to dream bigger. I don't know who the dreamer is. Uh, Xenos is getting hard thinking of us. Then I hear like a dragon screech. I don't know what is going on. I have in this no part. idea where you are on this outline. I cannot help you. <laughs> uh, anyways, Mordana. Legion of Doom. After that, we go to Mordana. It's near Tower. Uh, the ethereal current has been disturbed. Uh, the closer we look, uh, the closer we were to a tower, the lower the aether density became. So towers are drawing the land's aether. I have no idea where you are. Then there's a part that says, <laughs> Hear me, hear me. Darkness comes and oh, with it, destruction. Uh, then there's a glowing woman figure that says, fate of the star is in your hands. I don't know who this bitch is. It felt like the embodiment of Heidelin. That's what I thought, too. But I'm like, why wouldn't she just put her the in the whole point was they brought up the fact that we've never... No, because the the point is that we've never had Heidelin talk to us. So this is Heidelin directly talking. If she's talking to us through Menphilia, it's... It, it, per the previous discussion, it's not actually Heidelin talking to us. It's Menphilia talking to us with her perspective. So this is Heidelin's and true Heidelin. form. Perhaps. I, I'm not like I'm not the end-all be-all, but that was how I interpreted that. I would like to say that there were three instances of angry fists. Oh my god, so so much leather clenching. And they were all by Alphano so- in patch 5.55. Zero in patch 5.0. Yeah, lots. Three in patch 5.55. Yeah. Um, I came out to Pete and I was like, so is like Alphano's fist like the additional scion in this patch, like this expansion? Because it feels like this clenching, angry emotion. It's like when they have anger that they don't want to verbalize, we get the leather glove sound. So... That's our recap of patch 5.5 and patch 5.55. We'd like to hear your opinion on that and your opinion on any wild speculation that you have might have for uh, 6.0 and beyond or anything else that happened in this patch. If it was Zadnor or whatnot, we don't have many opinions on that. Uh, but I'm going to go to the bathroom. Avi will tell some jokes. And keep you busy. And then I'll be right back while she does that. Awesome. All right. Well, so join the on deck I'm going to bring Chili because Chili was here first. And, and Chili, I'm going to talk to you while Pete uh, goes potty because he's a big boy. Uh, how you doing, Chili? I'm not bad. Thank you. How about you? You're a little quiet. And because I am on my computer and not Pete's, I cannot adjust you. So if you can. Let me just. <laughs> Sorry. Huh? No, I hate this stuff. Oh, so Chili got a new mic, which is great, but it's always fun when you're trying to, like, learn the new software and how to adjust things. How about now? 
You're a little bit better. It's good. So what's up? What do you want to add? I um I think what ah one second. Give me a second. Okay. Do you want me to put you back on deck and then bring uh somebody else in? No, that's okay. Okay. The issue with this software is the fact that I use uh RTX voice with it. Uh-huh. And it doubles because I can hear myself, but like Oh, it's mic software and RTX voice, so I can just hear myself twice as I talk. Oh, it's so hard to talk like that. Well, let me, actually, I'm going to put you back in on deck because uh, people are saying you're still low. And so you try to adjust that and then I'll bring Alshalant in because he was in next. And then you can try to adjust. Then Pete can adjust you when he gets back. Okay. That sounds really loud on my side, so. Okay. Hey, Alshalant. Hopefully your audio is good since I am on a different computer (laughs) and can't adjust it. Hey, what's going on? Hey, hopefully that's not too loud for everybody because I can't adjust it. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. So what did you want to add? Pete, you might need to adjust well, audio. Pay attention. He's back. Go ahead. Sorry, hon. Oh, well, I just wanted to talk to you guys about Zadnor a little bit. Pete Pete said you guys really haven't played it that much yet. Um, okay. Yeah, I have not. I think it's, pre- I think it's pretty fun. Um, it's a lot like the original Baja Zone, mm-hmm. but they added a whole bunch of new actions. You can have more holster weight, so you can bring more of those actions. And they give you, uh, after you reach the top rank, you could give yourself buffs to make yourself stronger, have more health, have more healing power. It's 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 pretty awesome. They, they kind of broke it, so you could take these actions and just kill stuff. Really fast. I actually really appreciate how they they did bring in those special actions. I think my problem isn't the actual content; it's that I need to take a break. Yeah, and I like I'm acknowledging that. So <laughs> it's been hard because I've been uh, playing a game that I've needed to take a break with for a while to because I'm supporting my husband for the podcast, and so it's not necessarily I have like a level of bitterness. I think that's not necessarily the game's fault. That's more like. When Very bitter. It turns it into a job, you know, instead of like a thing you do for your spare time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's my negative. But anything Pete's going to say negative is is his own, and he can he can complain, and you can make him feel bad for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you know me, I never feel bad for anything. So why don't you like Zadnor? I like Zadnor. I've gone in there one time, and I got experience <laughs> really quick. I liked it a lot. So I I have no complaints about Zadnor so far. Yeah, and uh, have have you tried any of the duels yet? I have not. I like I said, I've only been in there once. I'm in. I'm in. I think I gained like four levels or something in there. Um. So yeah, I haven't that had that much experience in there. Um. I've never been good at the duels, but uh, I well, can learn. Well, now you could kill the duels in less than a minute. Are you serious? I do remember when well, it first came out, Red I watched... Mage. Oh, okay. I watched somebody play, do a duel, and I was like, that's really cool. I never want to be that person. <laughs> yeah, you can... Uh, if you play Red Mage and you bring the Flare Star ability, you can chain, like, hundreds of percent of bonus damage with all the other actions before the duel starts. Mm. And then apply the dot. That's and sneaky. The health just melts. You know they're gonna. You know they're sweet. gonna fix that. You know. I don't know. I think it's. I. Th- I think that was kind of on purpose. They. they... 
That sounds like something the players figure out that they didn't know was going to happen. That sounds too good to be true. Yeah. But it's still pretty fun to watch, I'm sure. And, like, badass to do. Oh, for sure. And that the the new air bike mount is pretty sweet, too, from Final Fantasy XII. You know that Fran and Baltier rides? Yeah. It reminds me of Star Wars, too. It's got that, like, kind of Star Wars. What's the second one? My brain is not working. Where you're, like, with the... um, Ewoks riding through the forest. It kind of has that vibe the stormtroopers are on it. Oh, yeah, the speeder bike. Speeder bike, yeah. It reminds me of that, but like a two-seater version of it, which in my little like nerdy love Star Wars Wars as a kid mode, it's like, ooh. Yeah. Well, uh, the only other thing I really had to say about Zadnor was, uh, you remember last time in Baja, the relic grind was easier outside. Mm -hmm. They actually made it so the... uh, the items drop 100% inside the zone now. So you could just do it all in there. So how long do you think it takes to get them all done? Uh, I got four weapons left to get. Like how long did it take so, you to get the other ones? Uh, since, since the patch released. Damn, so not bad. You, yeah. You, you have to do the, the there's a new kind of equivalent of Castrum in there called Delriata. Del mm-hmm. And you have to do it five times to get, get the, the weapon done. Okay. Do you have that fun doing it? Do you feel like too bad, or you feel like it's just like a get it done and over with kind of content? Um, after doing it so many times for all the weapons, it, it's starting to get a little stale. But <laughs> the the fights are pretty fun in there. The the last two bosses, especially. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I try. To, I try to be like as much as I'm negative with stuff and everything. If I don't want to do it, I'm like, if you enjoy it, I'm okay with that. Like you're allowed to, it's, it's the theme park of games, right? They want everyone to enjoy some bits and other people not to enjoy others. So. Mm. All right. Al Shalant, do you have any, uh, wild speculation for, uh, 6.0 and beyond that you'd like to say? Oh, um, wild speculation, huh? That's his favorite thing. <laughs> I'm always like, um, no, <laughs> One thing I've been guessing is, you know, since they have the Palom and Porum minions for pre-order and stuff, mm-hmm. I think our twins, Alice and Elphino, are going to get get petrified like those twins from Final Fantasy IV. Mm. So does petrified mean dead? Um, Well, turn to stone. Yeah. So we can bring him back, Pete. It's, he was yeah, hoping. He was hoping. I played Final Fantasy IV. I, I believe they do get unpetrified. Somebody could correct me if they didn't. I haven't played that game in like, like 15 uh, years. Though. I would hate for Alice to die, but if it means Alphano dies at the same time, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I really like that idea. Um, I think it's a really cool way to think especially because they're both twins i think that's a really cool wild speculation pete so i think that's a really good one and you should just like shut up by your alpha no hate and be like that's a good idea that was a good idea because <laughs> mm-hmm. alpha no dies it did alpha no won't die. they'll they'll save them they always save them no one dies in this game unless they were set up to die sorry that's my opinion all right and last question for you what are you gonna main in 6.0 uh, 6.0, I'm going to main Monk. All right. Sticking with a classic yeah. character. Do you like the changes that were made to Monk? Oh, I love it. Really? Um, Since since I'm, I live in the U.S. but play on an EU server, mm-hmm. I always had uh, trouble with uh, clipping GCDs and fitting 
uh, perfect balance, all the GCDs in there in the 10 seconds. And since they changed that to uh, that that skill to give you just six stacks, mm-hmm. uh, that has improved my gameplay a lot. Oh, and that's great. Not having to keep grease lightning up all the time is is it it it's it just a lot smoother. Yeah, I, I played Monk as my main pretty much since the start of a Realm Reborn. Um, I dabble a little bit with Warrior and White Mage, but yeah, I love Monk. I know more people who started as Monk and like people who start as Monk and start and then main Monk, like keep with that job, I think more than any others that I've known. Like I've known, I don't know Mm -hmm. as many people who've been like Monk since they started than any other job. So that's really cool. Best job, baby. (laughs) All right. Anything else before we let you go? Yeah, a couple of things. I just wanted to thank you guys for uh, having such an entertaining podcast over these past couple of years. Um, this is like the first time I've played the game all the way from Shadowbringers through the whole patch cycle. Like Ooh. before, I'd like unsub for a while, like in between. And listen to your guys' podcast and all the other content creators have kept things pretty interesting throughout the, the past couple of years. So I'd like to thank you, and I hope you guys both enjoy your summer vacation. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I really think we're one of the only that. podcasts who like haven't taken a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you. I, re- I really do appreciate that. Yeah. And, and would it be okay if I gave a shout out? Of course. Of course. Okay. I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to my uh, Lubrum Savage group that uh, just cleared for the first time last Sunday, the Savage Slimes on the White Data Center. Nice. Congratulations. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of first-timers through. I think Aww. like 30 or so of the 48 were first-timers. Hell and, yeah. Uh, very, very proud of them. Yeah, you should be. That's really cool. Well, thank you, Al Shaw, and I hope you have a great summer. And uh, hopefully we hear from you. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in Discord, hon. In anyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. All right, take care, guys. Have you a good too. weekend. You too. Thanks. Thank yeah. Bye. All right, bye. I'll be right back, Pete. My turn to go potty because it's a long podcast. All right. Avi is going to go pee-pee. Why don't we bring in Chili? Chili, how are you doing tonight? What do you got for us? I think you have me turned down. Do you have you turned down? Let me turn you up because sometimes... I don't don't know why, but sometimes, like, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. I got you turned up. How are you doing, Chili? Not bad, thank you. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Did you want to talk to us about the MSQ? Did you have some wild speculation? What do you got for us? Well, I'll bring up the fact that I really dislike the end of the MSQ. All right, what didn't you like about the end of the MSQ? There was no cliffhanger. <laughs> I know that sounds weird because I'm not a huge fan of cliffhangers, but I'm so used to having a cliffhanger between expansions that it kind of felt like there was nothing. So I kind of understand what you're getting at. There was no yeah. like big thing. Yeah, there was nothing to tie us to get excited for six months. It's just like, we know we're going there. Yeah, we, we know we're going to Charlian. We know we're going to the moon. Um, but we don't really have any, like, big reason other than, well, I say, no other big reason than the end of the world. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I understand. It just doesn't feel like 
urgent. No, it's like it's like we've got to save the world. By the way, let's wait six months. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I have that same uh, feeling that you do. Do you have any other uh, thoughts on this patch or going forward? Do you have any wild speculation? Um, about Zadnor, I really thought the leveling system was a bit too fast. Mm-hmm. I know there's a merit point system afterwards, but consider the fact that it's supposed to be content that keeps you busy. The fact that I got from level 15 to 25 in about five hours felt a bit crazy. Again, well, I know there's the merit point system, but there's no content that needs the merit point system. I'm about two and a half so, hours in, and I'm happy it's only going to take me about five hours. <laughs> right, but when you don't have yeah. any content coming out for six months, this is supposed to be the thing that keeps you busy. It's but not we're taking yeah. a break, and I've got lots of other games to play. I mean, I, I guess if you take the Yoshi P, take a break mentality, yeah, but yeah. not everyone does. Well, I don't even mean it. It doesn't even have to last six months, but I wish it lasted a day. <laughs> that's fair Chili. that's totally fair <laughs> just a little bit yeah. longer yeah uh chili i hear you i hear you're a very good uh chocobo racer what place did you come in recently in a competition yeah i came third came uh, third. i was so, so awesome. nervous that entire day oh you had such I'm, a great glamour like, too i get starstruck so easily so <laughs> So Chili came third in a Chocobo racing competition between a lot of content creators, mostly mostly uh, NA North American uh, content creators. And- like he went up against Mr. Happy and stuff. Like he legit like pulled his weight. <laughs> he smashed that. Happy he ass. did. Like he- well, I wasn't gonna say yeah. that, but he like kicked butt, man. So I'm I'm really proud of you, Chili. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I love that you showed up for Raid and we're like, you look like a jockey. And you're like, that's because I'm supposed to. (laughs) It's great. Uh, And then I switched to my secret Chocobo outfit. Uh uh, Because I had an outfit dedicated for when I fought Mr. Happy. Because that was my goal was to try and at least race against him. So I switched into this outfit if I can. No, I don't. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have more space? Um, oh goodness yeah i hate armory chests so much in this game it's such a pain <laughs> especially if you haven't gone and like sold all the extra gear your retainers brought you back there you go Here you, yeah we can't see pete you're gonna have to zoom in on him to see you it's super <laughs> i'm too small yeah you're, you're literally just well. like a tiny little dot on the screen which is a problem anyway, i got Ray. the uh, pedigree nine so i got the little chocobo mask oh that's so great congratulations so yeah i brought this out for the for the event that's awesome pete's trying really hard to find you you're just so tiny <laughs> All right. but no i had fun uh, i was really nervous because as you said there was a lot of big content creators mm-hmm. but after the end i was i, I kind of giggled to myself because i think there was like 18 content creators or was there a bit more than that mm-hmm. um and two of us that got in the top three weren't even north american that's amazing you're like, yeah, yeah, we know how to bring yeah. it. Because <laughs> you had me and Arthas. Arthas came in with first place with his wing, win streak, and then I was in third. That's awesome. So, congratulations. I'm super. Thank and I'm you. really glad that you actually took the prize and treated yourself instead of giving it away to your viewers. Because you're, yeah, you're I was always planning so generous. to until Paul told me no. Treat yourself, honey. Treat yourself. <laughs> I was like, well, I did say, though, if I did win first place, I would have to because. 
I don't know much I'd want with a hundred dollars worth yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I would have just like called you on Discord and been like, "Bish, I'll help you shop. We can shop <laughs> together, and you're gonna spend all of it on yourself, and you're gonna be happy about it." <laughs> but Hundreds no. of Fantasias that can go on Amazing. a retainer. Amazing, you can use them all the time. <laughs> Suit your fancy. Uh. But thank you again, Tilly, for everything. I, like I know the show's not ending, but this is the first time we're taking a break, and we've joked that you're our. our mascot everything but you've you've been like one of the most supportive people i think i've ever met i enjoy the show so mm-hmm. thank you so much for you've supported us and me so much so as part of the community i want to just say thank you so much for all the amazing content you make every week well now every two weeks but you know and now every six months baby technically pete streaming is still content he's still streaming i agree i agree <laughs> no thank you Chili. it might not be a podcast but thank you so much for everything you've done for us everything you've done for the community i really enjoy listening when i can when i turn in every couple of weeks we appreciate Um, it hon and i'll still still be around again i'll be in disco you're still you you are my friend honey you're not going anywhere yeah i'll still be here (laughs) but no i like Zandor. my wild speculation is anima is xenos's mom Mm. um like that one because in pharmacy 10 anima was seymour's mom so i can see where that works i like how everybody's taking like the speculation from the previous final fantasies which makes sense with with the way we're going for a very derivative okay i get it nothing (laughs) original okay well no it's just because it'd be we already know anima's coming into the game because we've seen it so Mm -hmm. i don't know it'd just be a nice like callback yeah it, it Um, it fits so, yeah. And you know, Chili has like I'm the inside, so he always knows. more original stuff than uh, <laughs> tagging on to old stuff. Chili always, but Chili okay. always knows, so he just shush Pete and listen to Chili. Yeah. I, I uh, guess, okay. Nephew Yoshida <laughs> is what Chili goes by. All right, Chili, are there any shout outs you want to do before we say goodnight? I guess I will have to shout to both. Well, I actually want to do two in a way. Uh, I want to shout to She Heals Our Tank. Go check them out on Twitch. No, stop it. You can't do that one. Nope. I'm going to talk over you the whole time you say that. Shout yourself out. (laughs) And a shout out to Vegan Pete and Avi, of course. Nope. Nope. That's not anything. Moogle Go Round Radio at twitch.tv slash Moogle Go Round Radio because Chili is the sweetest little Uh, mascot of all time. uh, But (laughs) not my real shout out, okay? I want to shout to Maelstrom Radio because their episode 150 is this Sunday and they put a lot of time and effort into it. Cool. So, I, and it's their fifth anniversary um, this Sunday, uh, 1 a.m. BST, some sort of time zone, your time zone. Go check out their Twitch, Twitter to find out. It's a time I think zone. it's like 8 p.m. Okay. It's some sort of time. <laughs> but please go check out episode 150 over on twitch.tv says Maelstrom Radio. I'm going to assume it's um, EST I was- since I know where they live. <laughs> I, I'm guessing so. Echo East um, East Coast, so, Chile, E. Not Colorado so is probably like mountain. Oh, they moved. That's right. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. There's Shut a lot up, of time zones in America. Alexa. We have our Echo uh, talking to us now. Sorry, Pete's not yelling at you, Chile. But seriously, <laughs> thank you so much for everything you do, and I'm gonna head out now. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank we'll talk you, to you later, Chile. Bye. 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 And now we have. Our moderator extraordinaire. And my nemesis. KK McLeod. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? What did you want to talk about? If you're still there, if you did not fall asleep while <laughs> yes, you were listening to us. understandable if you fell asleep. I think he fell asleep. 
asleep. Did your phone die again and you just Once again, KK McLeod has fallen asleep <laughs> masturbating. What? Um that's so mean. We'll we'll just uh, stay in this uh, zone. If he wakes up, he can talk to us. All right, Pete. Um, all right. I have a little bit of wild speculation, Avi. Typing doesn't show up on the podcast, KK. You have to use your your vocal cords. <laughs> um, I have wild speculation. Spakalaka. That the healers will all be perfectly balanced and everyone will be happy. What game are you talking about? Final Fantasy XIV. Are you, though? Are you sure? Oh, no. We know that the new you one's going to get all the attention. No. You don't think that's going to happen? Not right away. All the healers will be perfectly balanced, and I- everyone will be happy. Do you think that's outrageous? For the beginning of an expansion, Do you yes. think that is wild speculation? I think it's a bit ridiculous. Ridiculous and over the top. Hey, KK, how's your audio? Oh, he left again. I brought him into the on deck and he like disconnected. Brought him in again. Are you here, KK McLeod? I don't. I am here now. Woo! Yeah, look... It was a restart Discord issue. Your Discord hates you like a lot. It really does. Well, it's on the phone because I can't use my computer. Mm. That happens. At least we, at least we know. We've had enough experience <laughs> with you. Like, oh, someone just left Discord. No, it's just KK. Yeah, I'm just resetting it again. <laughs> okay, McLeod, did you have something to talk about the MSQ? Did you have some wild speculation? Some shit to talk about, What Pete? did you want to talk about? Um, I really don't have much on the MSQ. I will mention one small thing. I know a lot of people would have liked to have seen uh, Arnval die because there's that consequences feel to it, which mm-hmm. is always a more impactful than just like oh he's got a cast on his leg or something um but i will say that but the concept of being crippled is not something you see in games a lot either. i said that i said so eso actually brought in a character that was in a wheelchair and i actually said to pete that i hope that Arenvald stays in the game in a wheelchair for representation which is fine, but let us know how he, he got, got hurt. He got all like, but yeah, like yeah. I, I love that we finally had. Thank you for bringing that up because I, I talked about that with him. Like I love that we finally have a character in a wheelchair in the game. Well, and, and you know, I'm not against the representation. I'm just saying that when it comes to that, it's usually either alive or dead, and very often it's very it's something mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. When the scions got um, sucked into like the live stream, and they had their issues. They have small consequences like yep. you is blind but she sees with the ether so it doesn't really matter she's not blind yeah, so right. it's not really a consequence it's more just cool looking eyes she sees slightly differently yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's kind of a lot of bullshit going on with that too <laughs> so anyway uh that's all i really have with the msq i do also echo chili's uh thoughts that it doesn't really hype you up for Endwalker. There's no. like, hey, we're gonna go visit Charlene because they said no to us. Yeah, I, I, that that was kind of I think for these last patches that was the least exciting thing was that there was nothing to be excited about. It was just like, hey, we told you we're gonna do these things. Here's now all the stuff that's telling you how we're going to get there. But. And if we go into the wild speculations, I have my thoughts on the Charlayans and why they're all assholes. Oh, what is that? They're all, uh, are they all related to Alphano? Oh, that's part of it. I mean, you know, there's, there's some of them are. All right. So here's the thing. The Charlayans, 
according to Cryo, if we believe her or you know her uh, understanding, does anyone believe that something. bitch? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? So does anyone believe that bitch? Uh, Cryo, I believe. I believe Cryo. Anyway. So are they? They're, they're supposedly hiding something. They're they're strictly non-interference. They're strictly they want to preserve the history of what's going on. Well, how can you do that if you're going to be blown up because the actual end of the world is coming? And I'll tell you why, and why they're assholes. Because they're assholes. Because no, because they're building a spaceship and they're going to the moon and they're mm. saying fuck this planet. Hmm. That it makes sense, especially because, with the previews oh, we've gotten for the them, uh, building then. on the Let's moon. Let's just slit their throats. It's very it, well, the, the building on the moon felt very uh, collegiate. Like it had a lot of books, and it was mm-hmm. very in the very interested in story knowledge. I actually think that makes a lot of sense. They're going to preserve everything, and they're going to be like, "Well, we'll preserve it yep. somewhere else because the world is going to be destroyed." Which is still How in line with their beliefs. Do you think- Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, but they're still assholes for it because they're, oh, they'd rather yeah. watch the whole world get destroyed and be like, well, we'll be safe on the moon. Well, it's not about them being safe. It's almost like about the records being safe. Their their entire well, purpose yeah, is to make sure the history is preserved. Too. I mean, like, I mean, but they're not all going to get to the moon. They're probably going to be like, as long as like some of us get there to preserve the records, that's what's happening. Oh, yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. Only the people who agree with our ideals get to go to the moon. So yeah. I don't know, Alpha No and Alize, who no longer believe in his ideals, are now disowned and they don't get a seat on the spaceship. Hmm. Hmm. Because that's what that triangle thing is on the Endwalker thing. That's the spaceship. Yeah. I, that's I, the spaceship that they're building. I agree with you 100%. I, I feel like I said so that it looked like a spaceship when, when we first saw them. they all go to the moon like a bunch of little bitches, and then we all save the world. No, we find a way to the moon as we well. All and all let, we let save them the world. die on the moon. No, well, we just make them feel bad the about them being wrong. That's no, what happens. They yeah. get to die up there. They're not going to die. A bunch of little bitches. Actually, KK, that's that, why. That, is, that is the best wild speculation I've heard. I actually think that's what's going to happen. It makes sense with every that's, visual I've seen. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I figured it out. That's what's going to happen. That's At the end, when we do the whole thing, we're going to get on their spaceship, and that's how we're getting to the moon. Chili says, nah, Alice and Alpha get turned to stone. Dad feels bad. We get to help them. They get cured and all good. (laughs) Okay, McLeod, let me ask you. This is kind of part of my wild speculation as well. Will Xenos be dead by the end of 6.0? I'd like to say yes. I think that they're going to wrap that up. I don't know exactly how they plan on wrapping up Zodiac. It's going to be a longer expansion, so... You know, maybe he's on the moon too. There's that speculation that he's sealed in the moon. And by the end of six point kind of oh, not six point five. Will he no, be? No, six point oh because yeah, because six point is the end of that story. Remember, anything past six point oh is gonna be something new yeah. that has nothing That's to do with what the end they Walker say, but story. do we believe them? I believe it. I think Xenos will be dead by then. I think, I think Xenos be... and maybe even Zodiac. I think he'll be dead because of the fact that he has the scythe and he's a reaper. And I don't think the Warrior of Light would be able to pick up a job from a character that is a villain. And so he'll show some signs of redemption. He won't be fully redeemed, but there will be some signs of redemption and he'll die, which will then make it okay for us to also be a reaper. Oh. All right. My next question to is to uh, McLeod, 
to Avi, to Chili, to anyone in chat. Will Yishtola Hello? Complete the hat trick oh, and use the flow ability again and get stuck in the live stream. I'm just laughing at KK trying to hear us going, damn it. <laughs> oh, he got kicked out? He couldn't hear us. Um, I don't think they're going to do the live stream Okay. Again. Will no. okay, in case you missed oh, it. Oh, Chili says yes. KK McLeod. Uh, will Yishtola complete the hat trick and use the flow ability again and get stuck in the live stream? You don't even know if he heard us. I don't think like, I don't this know. is not a thing worth playing with at this point. Okay. Um Chili says yes, I say no. What do you say, Pete? I say yes. They're okay. Go- so it's gonna happen. Two out of three. If they don't use the flow ability, they're definitely going to use some other ability to make us think that she died, but she did not actually die. All right, Bubba, I do love you, but we are going extremely long on this episode. It's our last episode. Um, My last wild speculation is Island Sanctuary will be the most liked side content in the game that it has ever had. I don't think she's going to get trapped again. Including housing. Okay. I do not care about it at all. So I don't have any opinion on it at all. There will be a deep dungeon, but it will only... I agree, Disco. She's going to go back to the first view with Runar. But it will only have 80 floors. Huh? There'll be a deep dungeon, but it will only have 80 floors. How did we get to deep dungeon? Did I stop listening? This is just my wild speculation. Oh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I legitimately don't care about deep dungeons. The so. new cross data center I don't go over world visit will allow visiting data centers in different regions. Not just like North America to North America. It's going to allow North America to EU, North America to JP. Yes, that was the point. Mm, I don't think anyone knew that. Um... Uh, the 24-man raid will be original, not tying in with any other Final Fantasy game or outside title. Didn't they already say that? I don't think so. Yeah. Why are you trying to poo-poo all my wild it, speculation? Because it's been going for When two you don't half- even look for shit. It's been two and a half hours. That's why. I'm tired. Blitz, Blitzball will be added to the gold saucer. Uh-huh. They did say, Pete, it's going to be the, the 12 gods or whatever, Dude, the different gods, and it's going to be original that's content. That's a whole different thing. For the 12-man content. No, that was what they said. No, there's no 12-man content to be first. 24-man, whatever. I'm fucking tired. It's been two and a half hours, dude. Like, come on. Okay. We've broken her team. <laughs> now she gets a six-month break. Thank you. Let's get... To the community roundup, partner. And this is going to be for you. If you're looking for some podcast to hold you through till Endwalker, we have Moogle Go Round Radio, Wondrous Tales, Gather Together, Maelstrom Radio, Phoenix Down Radio, State of the Realm, Aetherite Radio, and I even think that Limit Break Radio I saw recently was going to have something new going on. Uh, But if not, Still a good follow to give, regardless. Um, so with that, I think you can take us out, Avi. Do you want to say goodbye for six months before I do that? Goodbye for six months, y'all.
<laughs> okay. So on that note, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, thank you all of us for hanging out with us live here on Twitch. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Be sure to hit that follow button so you know the next time Pete will be going live. And of course, a great big thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and YouTube. And uh, for understanding the need to take this break, the messages I have received have been very wonderful and incredibly understanding. And I appreciate all of you guys so so much it's not easy to give you know performance on a podcast to a game that I really need to take a break from and I've needed to take this break for a while so for me personally it really means a lot pretty well for Pete he could keep going it's just the lack of content that got him but um I just want you to know how much it means to me so I appreciate all of you guys have a wonderful time playing whatever game you decide to play until the expansion comes out and we will talk to you in six months so here with vegan pete i am avi ale and we will talk to you next week goodbye goodbye you said next week we're doing again baby i'm sorry in six months i'm yeah nope six months not next week no you sure yeah okay